0: Welcome There's back, back. Oh, hello everybody. to the Forbidden oh. City!
1: Yay! Yes. Where we only prepared to die.
2: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> well, that's week. that's still for another week yet. For now, well, this we could week, die today. we could, but <laughs> for now, this week, we are still in the Forbidden City of Omru. It's your third week here, well, week of out of game. Yeah, third day in <laughs> game, but our, yeah, third, man, come the fucking bomb. <laughs> our third week of playing through the Forbidden City of Oumu and uh, you are doing your best to uncover and obtain the nine magic puzzle cubes that will gain access to the Tomb of the Nine Gods so far you have three i believe uh yes,
3: yes. yes. we red were going d- for a fourth d- when we d- ran into bag of dead stuff that is great
2: <laughs> <laughs> the red wizards of Thay have been searching through the city alongside you have only encountered each other once thus far but they've also been busy and currently they also have in hand three of the nine puzzle cubes. leaving We him. don't know that. <laughs> no, <laughs> leaving, I know, but out of game. I keep the running commentary, leaving three <laughs> left for you to find. Last week, uh, you were on your way to the shrine of Unk, the flail snail, when you were <laughs> ambushed by a tabaxi assassin called Bag of Nails, who had come to Omu for the great hunt at the end of his life. And he was searching for a legendary artefact known as the Navel of the Moon. A legendary gem from the kingdom of Kalen-Shan that Shan that supposedly has the power to reunite one with their loved ones even across space, time and fate. In his old age he'd become senile, bitter and paranoid and was determined to kill anybody he encountered in the city to prevent them from obtaining this treasure. He fought him until the point where he surrendered, and then he invited you back to his shelter, where he promptly proceeded to offer you a free meal laced with deadly poison. Bobbit made good on her promise to eat him if if he tried to kill her again, and you then searched through his belongings and found that he had marked three places in the city as possible locations where his treasure could be discovered. By the time you found this, the sun had started to set, and so you decided to bunker down in Bag of Nails' dirty basement hideout for the night. You've since had your long rest, and you're woken at the crack of dawn by the sounds of the the sounds of the forbidden city eking in through the uh, leaking eking in through the door up a, up on the first floor and rousing you from your slumber the sounds of jungle birds and jungle birds and wildlife and, Becoming active and going about their daily business. The sounds of crumbling buildings and running water and distant shouts and hisses off somewhere in the city of the Yuan-Ti and the Red Wizards. No doubt clashing over some forgotten secret or another So, before you continue on with your current quest, is there anything you would like to do here in this temporary hideout?
3: Um, well, I'm guessing that, uh, that's another two hit points for me and Sir Lucian. Uh, yes,
2: and I'm pretty sure you subtracted that at the end of last session,
3: though. Did I? Because I was only three points down, which Ah, is... Ah, yep.
2: Yep, so that is another, uh, one hit point every 12 hours. So you should Um, be down 4 altogether as, Bulb, you wake up this morning and to your dismay you find that several more of your feathers on your right wing have withered and fallen off and you can start to see the leathery skin underneath. Now, clearly visible now that there's bald patches where there are no feathers whatsoever.
3: Um, well, I would like to go and wait for all my shrubs who I'm sure all succeed in their <laughs> stealth reconnaissance. <laughs> yes, yes, none of which are definitely not dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Considering so... I a 3 and a 5.
2: Yes. So, <laughs> your first five. group as you, as everyone else gets up, starts to rustle up a meager breakfast, checks their equipment, you make your way upstairs and stand in the uh, stand in the small alleyway outside the building. Just lean up against the crumbling wall of the structure, waiting for your shrubs to return, and eventually. Your shrubs come back, slowly shuffling down the dirt road that winds through the middle of this narrow street. But there are only four. No. The group that you sent to scout Ijin's shrine informs you that when they arrived, they found the shrine open... And just as they got there, they witnessed a party of uh, wizard-looking types, clad completely in red, exiting.
3: Okay, so Ijin has been sacked, so that can be in red, to show that it's nothing there. The second Uh.
2: group, the one who you sent to investigate random buildings, cautiously shuffle close and when you ask them if they found anything they look at each other and then one of them says uh dude sorry dude we had the whole house to ourselves like we could have been bothered looking so we just chilled and talked all night dude so it appears they found nothing
3: The third I don't know group... whether to take them seriously or not as to whether they stayed in one house or not. <laughs> <laughs> the third
2: group that you sent to scout out Nang Nang's shrine did not return.
3: Uh, and so, yeah, but I have no idea whether they perished at the shrine or on the way to the shrine. Yes, do I? no, okay, you do not. Fair enough. Just that some
4: um,
2: foul, something foul must have met them along the way and dispatched uh, them before they could complete their objective.
3: Unknown? Okay. Um... Well, then I'm going to send all four of them
2: to search houses. Very well. As they (laughs) walk off...
3: with the added instruction of if they see any... Wizards, in red, to hide, me. hide. yeah.
2: <laughs> One of them raises a branch as he shuffles away and says, Got it, dude! If we see the fuzz, hide all the weed!
3: Surprisingly accurate. <laughs> I mean,
4: yeah, pretty much.
2: Um... I mean, what
3: did I want Boba to do? Um, um. And then I'll just go in and produce good berries
2: for everyone yep, and feed produce cats. Good as well. berries, yep, feed your baby Tamadans who eat their good berries with relish and purr as they rub against you after they after completing their meal, obviously having adopted you as their new mother. Nice, oh, nice. Bobbit, did you wish to do anything before you left?
0: Um yeah, I'm going to reset the um water-breathing spell, just, you know, just in, know case. in case, yep. and as she goes to leave, like, sort of starts up the stairs, then goes, wait, oh, forgot something, runs back down, so like, everyone else outside, so he hears, like, a thump sound, some sort of magic being spilled, and then Bobbit comes out, following behind her, though, is the skeleton of Bag of Nails.
2: Shreds of half-eaten meat still dangling off his bones replete with tooth marks from Bobbitt. Yeah,
0: he just apologises, sir. going, okay guys, Bag of Bones is going to be following us for the day, so be nice to him now.
1: Hmm? I just, uh, Zinhorn just looks at Bobbitt and says, don't play with your food. <laughs>
2: back <laughs> of <anymore. laughs> Bag of Bones just turns his head and stares at Zinhorn with uh, one eye still half hanging out of the em- still half hanging out of the empty socket, and the other socket completely blank and just just a black
3: hole of nothingness. Mm-hmm. Really, Bobby? You shouldn't have wasted the other eye. That's a delicacy in some cultures. <laughs>
0: I mean, he still has to see.
3: I <laughs> believe, I believe, uh, I believe like when you bring him back it's yeah. more magical than physical.
0: Yeah, Bob just sort of looks here, Bob just says subs goes, wait, do they still need the eye? just sort of turns the bag of bones going, uh, you're gonna need that eye.
2: Back of <laughs> bones stares at Bobber, <laughs> and then he shrugs, all of his bones rattling and reaches up and plucks the eye out of the socket and just lazily hands it over to Bob and oh resigned God, to his fate. Hmm. Probably hands it to
0: Bob
3: again. Here you go. <laughs> Can I do a check to see if it's still edible or has it gone off overnight?
2: Uh it's looking a little bit yellowed and bloated by this point, but you could probably still eat it.
3: Uh, what's my constitution? Um... I mean, you're already dying. Hey,
0: mate, you're already on your bed, That's a little, little
3: point. just leaves the room. <laughs> what, is your, what is your passive perception, uh, Bulb? Uh, passive perception is 20. You
2: raise the eyeball up to your face to get a better look at it, and open your mouth tentatively about to take a nibble. And then you notice something squirming under the surface, and realize that there is a lone maggot burrowed into the flesh oh. of the eye. Oh, even better, and I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> please Zinhorn. make a, please make a con save. Here we go. I knew that was
1: <laughs> Zinhorn rolled a nine <laughs> on con save to not hurl. <laughs> Fuck you all. That was a
2: nineteen. <laughs> so Zinhorn. From outside the room, you just see, you just hear Zinhorn going. Bah! Running up the stairs. You just hear Zinhorn from outside going. Bah! And <laughs> bulb the eye is surprisingly tasty for being a day old at this point. Perhaps the added time uh, of decay has added some earthy aftertaste to it that you quite enjoy
0: you and know, you gain an
2: inspiration yeah. point.
0: Oh awesome <laughs> you oh, know, you're bloody well welcome.
3: When I was a lizard man, folks up I, I was hardy and you know, I could take a hit or two. And I'd be getting used to this bird form. It comes with its perks. <laughs> <laughs> and That's- some weird Weird cravings. <laughs> eh, I don't
2: know how that feels. And so with that as you leave the as you leave the crumbling house and bag of bones comes along behind you, his bones rattling with every step. You, you catch up
1: you to Zincorn looking extremely pale. I'm just leaning over a
3: bush. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that wasn't Shaggy, was it? Oh wait, no, Shaggy and Scoop right. Yeah.
2: Aww, oh, I, I like those ones. <laughs> so, <Lucian just, laughs> so Lucian just pats Zidhorn on the back. Um, Zidhorn steadies himself, and with that you set out once again into the crumbling city of Omu. So Lucian, you have joined us, and you are down one HP. One max HP, which went away over the long breasts. 12 hours past. So you should you be down that. 4 altogether at this point.
1: Hon just like a nice smelling flower and just holds it up to his nose so he's just trying to get the,
2: <laughs> the, smell
0: the of horrible the smell.
1: A.
3: Can yeah. I do a perception so I, to see if so Bag Bones so Can I do a perception check to see if Bag of Bones still has his liver? <laughs> um, uh, I
2: feel like what you what yeah about you like. peer into you hear uh, you peer in through his narrow ribcage cage and you find that Bobbit has pretty much either fully eaten or completely mangled all of his innards to the point that any that remain are now just red mud
0: <laughs> you just turn back to Bob and you like, Bobbitt has weird cravings as well <laughs> <laughs>
3: So,
2: where would you like to go? Well,
3: um, <laughs> while we're walking out, Bulb goes... So, I was thinking over the night. Me and Lucian aren't getting any healthier, and I wasn't, you know, exactly the toughest sponge as it was. Maybe, and this is just a suggestion, we we'll check... Like Maybe we check out Unk's Shrine, and if we get the cube with minimal fuss, I think it might be time we think about actually facing the wizards before we get to the point that Lucian and I are not capable of helping much. That's a good
2: point.
1: Good point, but at the same time, we don't really know exactly where the wizards are going to be, so we can go... Yes, that is a problem.
2: Although you do seem to have determined, at least from your most recent experience with the shrubs, that they all seem to be in the northern part of the city thus far. Mm. So you've narrowed down at least a half of the city they're in.
3: Did we hear what is presumably the king... T-Rex, I forgot, uh, the King of Feathers roar in the morning when the sun rose. Yeah, I
2: meant to ask you about that. Yes, uh, it could have been the King of Feathers, it could have been some other creature.
3: But we did hear a roar. You
2: did hear some sort of roar, and it was quickly followed by what sounded like the distant sounds of terrified scream. Okay. I'm being found so, you'd like yes. to head to Unk's Shrine uh, first?
1: Yes. Slayer snail.
2: Yep, very Play well. snail, yay! As you make your way through this maze of half collapsed buildings, and it feels like the Gnarled trees, vines, and creepers are pressing down upon you, ready to choke the life out of you. I would like someone to please roll a d20. Uh, oh. Go ahead, Sir Lucian. That is a six. That is a six. The journey through this part of the city is uneventful, and... Even as you wait for any forms of unwanted life to jump out at you, especially after last night's ordeal with Bag of Nails, you managed to make it to Unk's shrine uninterrupted. Awesome. Arriving there, arriving there about not just after 9 am. Or so. The sun is already high in the sky, and you could feel that familiar jungle humidity starting to build up once again.
1: So, we need to be aware that the, if I'm reading this correctly, the flail snail has got a very shiny shell. Mm -hmm. Enough to uh, blind uh, Abtao and make their eyes water. That is correct.
3: Could I do a nature check to see if flail snails. uh, to see what I know about flail snails? Yeah,
2: go ahead, make a nature check.
3: Uh, That was a 17 plus. nature, nature, nature. Uh,
2: 17 plus. 23. 23. 22. 22, sorry. Yep. Alright, so. as you make your way towards the shrine, you try to remember, recall all the knowledge you have of flail snails, and remember that they are a minor form of earth elemental, and they're highly sought out by hunters and poachers due to the fact that they produce from their bodies a number of valuable resources. Their body parts and colourful colorful shells are often used to produce several protective magical items due to both their thickness and the uh, minor aura of earth magic that they emanate Uh, they have between four and six tentacles usually five that are kept in constant motion uh, swaying slowly if the creature was calm or fast if it's agitated they possess very colourful scintillating shells that have anti-magic properties
3: there we go that's what I was looking for Okay. Anything? I tell everyone about this. Yes, <laughs> a flail snail will nullify 99% of magic cast at it.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> it was just start flancing immediately.
2: In fact, a shell yeah. is often used as a component in making uh, armor that
3: protects against magic.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meta Gaming,
3: I kinda hope we fight it so that I can harvest some shell. But yes.
2: obviously, yeah. the bulb doesn't, doesn't want to fight birth, it. <laughs> And so, you approach the shrine. Swirly carvings Wouldn't... decorate two obelisks at the entrance to this compound. An overgrown. Would I know yep.
1: Yep. If, um, that would include my beast shaping. Uh, my uh, no, shaping.
2: that is not a magical effect.
1: Okay, cool. Yep. Just. <laughs>
2: An overgrown courtyard lies under the shade of tall palm trees. Stone doors seal the entrance to a windowless stone shrine, with a smaller structure ruined standing nearby.
3: Hmm. Okay. Uh, Bobbit, are there any inscriptions on the obelisks?
2: You examine the obelisks, and aside from some very faded depictions of large snails, you see no writing.
3: Okay, so no uh, rhyming warning this time, okay.
2: Or it it's could be elsewhere. House. Maybe
0: it's in the smaller house.
3: Um. Would you guys like me to sneak up and peek in through the door
2: yes of the smaller building yes very well our bulb please make a stealth check you may make it with advantage as you are moving along on foot
3: uh, that is a 12 plus 6 or 18.
2: 18 you creep across the opening of the Courtyard towards the small ruined building and peer through the open doorway. Inside, you see the roof of this building collapsed long ago, and now a thick mass of plants grows from the rubble. Through the moss, you see hundreds of iron keys hanging from hooks on the wall. Some are bent and broken, while others are rusted beyond repair. The rest of them look serviceable. Huh.
3: Uh, are there any that are uh, like, shiny or golden or silver or something, or are they all rusty iron?
2: They... yeah, they all... none of them look as if they're brand new, they've all got at least some degree of use on them. Um and they look like they've been sitting here for quite some time. Some of them are damaged beyond repair, some of them look like you could still use them, but they don't look brand new or anything.
3: Okay. Are they all the same shape, or are they all different kinds of, like, uh, teeth? Um, make,
2: uh, make a perception check, please.
3: Oh, shit. Uh, that is... Shouldn't have used that dice. Uh, that's a ten. <laughs> There's so
2: many keys that you can't be sure they are all different, but you definitely notice that some of them have different teeth than the others.
3: Okay, no, yep, yep, pretty much. Um, and before I go back to report, uh, can I see any, like, um, stone tablets that have writing on them?
2: Uh, not in this
3: building, no. Okay, I'll go back, uh... That
1: room's full of keys. Keys, you say?
3: Yes, uh, it seems they're all old, very old. Iron keys. Not all of them are in usable shape, but uh, that being said, I didn't see anything in there, like any living thing in there, but uh, things have slipped by me before.
1: Are we going to need one of those keys for the door, perhaps? Perhaps.
3: I didn't get a look at the door to the temple yet. So Maybe. I have to come back to
1: tell you guys first. Can we um, see the door from here? You can see there. the door from
2: here, but if you want to check to see if it needs a key or something, you'll need to cross the courtyard
3: to get to the door. Uh, there's anyone oh There's the... So what does... Unk do. Uh, Unk the first time deep under the earth, and the noise of the other animals fighting made us slip up to <laughs> the The light blind looked down, made his eyes water, life returned to earth, and the people built shrines. Uh, guys, before mm. we go on, mm. been, I think it best that we be very quiet. In the tale, noise brought Unk to the surface. And if I would have to hazard a quick guess, I would say that if we pick up the wrong key, I'm guessing the keys might jangle or fall, creating a clatter.
4: Yeah. Hmm.
3: But also, if we manage to shine a light in there, maybe that will reveal the correct one. Does
0: anyone have any light spells?
3: Nope. No, not anymore. I well, do have produced flame, though.
1: Yeah, I've got things that make like flame, like Druidcraft, I can make like, I can light stuff.
3: Yeah, what is the actual wording of Druidcraft, just in case? Um,
1: you may instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. Okay. Uh... Um... I want to go and inspect the door, but I'll... Can I... I want to be, like, Quiet and stealthy, and, like, use my masters of the wall to try and... Yep, yep, that's fine. Sneak um, up, my, up from, like, the trees to try and get a closer look yep.
2: at the door. So you move up to the door, and as you approach the great stone door, you detect no signs of movement in the courtyard. This stone door appears to be quite similar to all of the others in the other shrines, it's just a big thick slab of stone that doesn't have a doorknob or anything, and seems to just require a feat of strength to move however you notice that there are some tabaxi writings carved into the plinth above the doorway. There it is.
1: Signal to Bobbitt's like to uh come and have a look.
2: Hooray. I'm go read some stuff. What are we reading? All right so Bobbitt you're gonna move up with move up to where Zinhorn is? Yes we'll quietly make our way across. We're totally quietly? Okay make a stealth check oh, then.
0: I was going to say, as as I do, but I was going to look back to Bag of, pulling down and bag of Bones and just for
2: him to stay put. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I need to add him he... to the to daddy's token. Yeah,
0: because he won't be quiet. No, he'll yeah. rattle at... And... <laughs> I'm just going to add him, so... I wish I didn't have disadvantage on my stealth. Uh... I got a 15 and then I rolled a net 20. So I'll take oh. a <laughs> That's okay. A nat 20 would have been
2: great though, just saying. <laughs> so yeah, Bobbit, you slowly make your way out um, across the courtyard to the door, doing your best to try and uh, not make any sound that might disturb anything. And you come up behind Sinorn and quietly read the writings above the door. And they read, Unk urges us to contrast all options before acting. Please make a religion check.
0: Oh boy. (laughs) That's
2: a a good old boy. I'm actually okay there. That's a 21. No. You try to think what this message could mean, and you think of the writings that were provided by the Red Wizard's scribe, and you remember that Unk's priests were known to be contemplative, but often prone to indecision. Yeah,
3: contemplative
0: but indecision. It's it's nice. like are boring as heck. Yeah, boring,
1: basically. Is there any sort of, like, lock on the door, or...?
2: No, it looks like you can just push it right open. You don't know where the keys. Here's
1: uh, my camera. What? What's the
3: uh, sky like at the moment? Is it clear? Yes, the sky appears to be clear. Okay. Before they open the door, or while Bobbit is reading, I would like to go back to the room of the keys and cast Druidcraft to. Create a timely, harmless sensory effect that predicts what the weather will be at your location for the next 24 hours. Yep. It says, and this is just a suggestion, so you can change it, obviously. uh, The effect might manifest as a golden orb for clear skies.
2: Yes, a little Um, golden orb just appears in the middle of the ruins workshop, just floating in the air.
3: And does it give off any light or no?
2: It does give off light. But all the light does is reveal that there are a lot of keys, perhaps more than you thought there were, and they're all in a variety of different conditions. However, now that you can see them more clearly, you determine that it appears the vast majority of them all have different teeth.
3: Okay. Okay, well. Fair enough. I would then like to join Bobbitt and Zinhorn at the door.
2: Okay, you join Bobbit and Zinhorn at the door, and they're staring at the door. There's no lock or handle or anything on the door, it looks like. You'll be able to just force it open with a feat of strength. And you see Sir Lucian standing at the entrance of the courtyard, just waiting for you to call him over. But knowing that it's sort of like
1: sort of up from the ground, is there any part of the surface of the ground that we can see that it looks like it's like like either like recently dug or that there's been motion or something um you can
2: make an investigation check please Ooh, uh
1: that is a
2: 13. Uh, 21. um it does not appear as if anyone has entered the shrine however you do notice that here and there in the courtyard there are patches of earth underneath the moss and grass, that appear to be slightly disturbed, as if they've been dug up and then filled again. And there are at least two of these spots, one to your right, and one to your left. Hmm. That is pain. Hmm.
0: Let go in. This... Check the
1: spots that have been dug up. Um I've got a potential way, but <clears> it would be uh, Earth Elemental. Ooh. ooh. Merge with stone? Well no, Earth Elemental can glide through can through non magic unworked earth. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Sir
2: Lucian could actually use his merge with Stone a bit. Oh yeah, Xinhon, in case you didn't it. notice,
3: oh. Sir Lucian uh, didn't know Sir Lucian is not Earth Genocide.
2: Genasi. Yeah, um. but, uh, so he can actually meld into the ground. Well, he
1: can End do that, and, and that would so save me uh, my mm. Yep. Oh, well, yeah, I can do that. Sorry, I can... will, for the
2: first time ever, use... <laughs> I, th- stone. I think you've used it once before, yeah, back in like the date, second but time. Yeah. I think it's yeah. yeah it's oh, like
1: ages yep. ago. I think yeah. like our second
3: <laughs> ever, our second yeah. session.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, it's very situational. So, Sir Lucian, yeah. as oh, you I've got an earth walk, yeah, you do. As you make your way over to the spot on the right, please roll a stealth check with disadvantage.
1: Okay. That is a 17.
2: 17, yes. Oh, that is, you quietly, despite your heavy armour, make your way over to the patch of dug-up earth that's littered with bits of gravel and debris and tiny rocks. And then you get down on your hands and knees and you press your hands uh, against, against piles of gravel and feel yourself beginning to sink into the earth. <coughs> and there just under the surface of the dirt, you see a flail snail waiting beneath the earth. Its tentacle, its five tentacles lazily questing back and forth, attempting to detect vibrations in the earth above. Once you've confirmed that it's there, you hold your breath, silently say, oh shit, and then (laughs) <laughs> emerge from the earth once again and quietly tell the others what you found.
4: Guys, don't go in there! Don't go in there! No, don't go in there! I <laughs> say, so if I was just watching Lucian go back under the plane into the dirt going, Hey, I think
0: you can do that. I <laughs> said,
2: so what? Why are we going in there? So Lucian informs you that he's found underneath the dug-up patch of earth a flail snail, apparently lying in wait there. Uh, uh, no, it's the is there one in the other too. side as well,
1: or...?
2: Well, you could assume there is. You could, make, you could get Sir Lucy to check if you want. I mean, it's, it's probably a safe assumption that there's
0: one there lying in wait, I mean, it, the other one's probably there as well.
1: So, it's waiting for vibrations. Yeah. So, if we move this thing, that's going to cause vibrations.
2: It will, unless you could find a way to quiet... unless you can find a... another way in, or a way to quietly open it. What... Oh. if... is there
3: any...
2: Oh. Uh, I could think of at least one way that you could quietly get through.
1: Is there any open, open ports up at the top of the building? There might
2: be. No one's checked the roof yet. Uh,
3: well as Sir Lucian asks that, Bulb will try and fly up yep. and have a look. So, Bulb,
2: you flap your wings and fly up above the shrine, and you see that just above the doorway, right here, There is a small gap about 10 feet wide, uh, neatly cut into the roof of the shrine.
3: Okay. Uh, Can I land on the side of it and look in?
2: Yep. You land on the side of the gap, and you look in. Please make a perception check.
3: That's a bit better.
2: That is 24. So underneath, on the other side of the hole, you can see all you can make out is what appears to be a large open room paved in stone. However, the light is quite dim, and from this angle, you can't see much further than what's just underneath the gap.
3: Okay, Um. we'll... Dark vision help at all with that? Well, yes. Well, all you can see is
2: that underneath the gap, there's about twenty. There's about ten square feet of just stone flooring with nothing, nothing else notable about it. You can't see any obvious traps or any signs of
3: movement. Okay. Can I look at the door from the inside from here?
2: Yes, you can. And you can see that the door from this side appears to be just the same stone slab, there doesn't appear to be any traps or anything on the door, it's just that opening it would make a, obviously, a large amount of
3: noise. Yeah, okay, um, are the doors made of stone? Yes. I will fly back to Bobbitt and horn and try to quietly land. Yep. And I'll say to them and Sir Lucian, there's a hole up top that I would easily fit through. Um, Possibly Ava as well, if she got up there silently enough. Sir Lucian could possibly walk through the stone door.
2: Yes, he could.
3: And the three of us could enter without making any sound to wake these flail snails.
1: I can, I would be able to get up as well. ...the stone first, because he's burnt anyway. And He can tell you if there's...
3: Well, yes, I would, I was, yeah, Zinhorn, Bob, and Ava could silently fly up, looking through the hole in the roof while you walked in through the door, and then if you got, (laughs) yeah, and then if you got in and nothing happened to you, we could then come in ourselves, or if you got attacked, we could support you from the top. Yeah. Well, Bobbit like as well, if she could get up without. Alternatively,
2: I may point out that Bobbit could use her marvelous pigments to paint a yeah, door. yeah! I was going to suggest
0: that. I was just
3: oh, interrupting yeah. interrupt while he was on his. Uh, <laughs> on roll. I forgot that. I forgot that you had the pigments. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was going
0: to mention it, but you were kind of on a roll, and I didn't want to interrupt because you were doing a really good
3: job, <laughs> and I was loving listening to it. That being said. You probably don't want to waste five foot of pigment yeah probably not on this um because
1: there be, isn't there well, is an obvious be, yeah. other way in well it would be the other one who couldn't get in without opening the door or making noise
2: yeah there um, would be a chance that bobbit's helicopter pack would create
1: the um, noise actually I want to go up behind me and then follow after the, me when i go in well Only you can
2: pass through stone. No one else can.
1: Open up the door, though. We weren't opening the door, you were just passing through the door. Yeah, you were just passing through it.
2: Yeah, you are just passing straight through the door, because it's made of stone.
1: Actually, does Bob want to use my rug?
2: That makes less noise than the helicopter. It still does make a little bit of noise, but it is safer.
3: How much does Bobbitt weigh if she takes off the helicopter pack?
2: Take off the helicopter
3: pack? Yeah, you know how you're wearing a backpack and it's incorporated into your your helicopter.
1: Um, I'm
2: not going to lie, I don't actually
3: know how much the helicopter pack weighs. uh, We'll say say
2: you're ten pounds lighter without it.
1: Would Would Giant Eagle be able to pick Bobbitt up?
2: Yeah, probably. I mean Bobbitt's a medium. Well, Bobbitt's a small creature, because I, you know, say a human child is the same size as a halfling. so...
3: Yeah. (laughs) We have have ways of getting her up there, then, so...
2: yep, Who wants to carry (laughs) (laughs)
3: Bobbitt? It's just the whole thing of, now we just hope that when Sir Lucian walks through the doors, it doesn't activate any traps that insta-kill him.
1: (laughs) He's already dying, so... because yeah my other thought was going like sp- the spider queen so that i can sort of like i just crawl up yeah yeah so if bobbit can be carried by others and that's what i was going to do so because it don't think oh well Jane if can... you are
3: spider queen i'm guessing you could leave a silk rope the side of the building that bobbit could try to climb
1: i could yes
3: or I make could. a harness and we can lift her up
0: I'm just really hoping with all this contemplation and constant back-and-forth questioning the door's just going to magically, we're going to succeed automatically by taking this long.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, this, this temple is surprisingly accurate to our, our group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one that it's forces you to stop and think.
0: There's no contemplation, we're just shit scared of everything. Yeah, you still don't
3: know what all the keys
2: in the workshop are for.
3: Yeah, That's that's what worries me.
2: So, Alternatively, there might be another way in, if you still want to look for it.
1: <laughs> Already <laughs>
0: contemplating. I on, sure? why not? way, we'll, we're we'll,
3: we'll just... Let's just add more to the fucking think tank, why don't no, 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 we've got... We, no. um, either flybomb it up, or make a rope out of spider silk and we'll get no, Lucy to look through
0: is Ava with us technically? Ava is yeah. with you, yes.
2: So well, I Ava will just can, point out, Bulb, yeah. while, while you were flying up above, you did also notice a pool of water uh, around the back of the structure, and the water is leaking underneath the shrine. Underneath
1: the shrine? So we can probably enter through. Oh, we
3: can probably you swim in as keep well. You guys keep thinking of a way through here. I'm gonna go check out a pond of water that I saw when I was up top. Yep. I was gonna say we can technically all get in through that
0: because we can all go yeah. underwater. I'm gonna make sure that it's
3: a big enough opening for all of us.
2: Yeah, yeah I was gonna, I was gonna,
3: yeah. Um, okay.
1: I'm so, be, yep. So there. So, yeah, I'll fly up and over.
2: Yeah, you fly up and over and land next to the pond. Uh, Bob, please make a perception check. Oh, that's an 8. The water is quite murky, almost has the same colour and consistency as mud, and there are leaves and bits of vines and stuff like that littering the surface. All you can tell is that it is quite deep, and you can just make out the curvature of a tunnel that moves underneath the shrine.
3: See, I don't like the observant feat because it doesn't give you proficiency in. Um, it'd give
0: you something for observation.
3: Wouldn't yeah, you? you'd think at least for perception it would give you proficiency. Well, what's your passive um, perception? My passive is twenty. Okay, well I'll let you use
2: that instead. Um, yeah, I would like. I would like to please use that. <laughs> okay, so new new house roll going forwards. When you roll yep. a perception check, you can choose, instead of rolling, to just use your passive perception. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, 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 yeah. roll it. I can't even... Yeah. <laughs> Same with investigation. If you, don't, if you don't want to roll, you can use your passive investigation. So, evolve, okay. you peer you squint and peer through the murky surface into the water and you determine that there is definitely some sort of tunnel winding its way underneath the shrine it's about 5 feet in diameter it would be a tight squeeze but it is possible that everyone could
3: fit and we all have water breathing sir so... mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah i'll go back and tell them of that way
2: yep your wings. Hey everyone, wanna be a fish? <laughs> <laughs> so, you now have three options to enter. Which one do you prefer?
0: I was more than fine with the uh, underwater one because it doesn't require anyone to have to carry a wave steady here. Uh,
1: just fine. gotta make our way around without alerting... Yeah. the snails.
2: Now hmm. Bulb and Ava can just fly over to the pond, but everyone else will have to sneak around the side of the building to the pond. Do we, to have, a... to, do we have to re-roll our stealth? Yes, uh? you will have to, because you're moving uh, directly over the flail snail.
3: Uh, so, yes, we now have three options. Break down the door, do the whole solution through the door while we drop in from the top, or we sneak over flail snails. Could...
1: We could also have Lucian go through the front door, have the two flyers go in through the roof, and have the other two go th- around.
2: Yes. That... You could, well, you could take true. multiple ways, yes.
1: That is well, true. No well, it's
0: going with the, with the underwater option,
1: because that's the easiest way it. Cuz Yeah, so, yeah, Zinhorn and Boba go around to the water, just so that no one... Are, like, Lucian will be on his own, but the two flyers will be yeah, right so- there. So Sir Lucian
2: yeah. will, move, will, will pass through the door, Bulb and Ava will come in through the
3: roof, and Bobbit and Sinhorn will swim.
1: you all good with that, because... Yeah.
3: Also, I forgot to write down that during the long rest, I actually just changed out one of my spells. Ah, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I just... <laughs> gotta remember to actually change it on my damn sheet. Because I change <laughs> it in my head, and then I forget to write it down.
2: Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, so... Uh,
2: well, with that, Bulb Bef- and Ava. Yep. Before you go,
3: before we start sneaking again, Bulb will cast um, Pass Without Trace. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> God! I never I ah, that one. Thank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it today. I've got to change out a spell. I've got to change yep. out a spell. <laughs> so pass without trace. Yes. yes. Bulb. So one gives a plus ten to stealth. Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> okay. So, Bulb, after you pass- after you cast Path Without Trace, uh, you and Ava flap your wings and land up on the roof of the shrine, next to the small hole, while Sir Lucian stands in front of the door, and Zinhorn and Bobbit, I'd like you to make stealth checks, please, and you may add plus 10 yeah. to your skill.
3: Stealthy swim
0: turns Sir so Bobbitt's new friend. That's a 22- actually, no way, I gotta roll with this bench, hold on a second. M plus, instance, plus 3. So it's a 17. 17, okay. So Bobbit yeah. and <laughs> twenty
3: seven you creep
2: nervously bore, over the disturbed earth and eventually come to the edge of the pond. And you're not sure how Bulb saw the tunnel because all you can see is a murky... <laughs> puddle of water, but you trust that it's there. Mmm, Who eyes. Okay, so who would like to enter first? Bobbit cannonballs so, in. Yep, Bobbit cannonballs <laughs> into the water. <gasps> Zinhorn follows behind. And the two yeah. of you swim down to the bottom of the pool, struggling to see this brown, thick, dirty water, but you eventually find the puzzle. And swim along it, uh, and swim along it, eventually coming to a stone trap door at the end of the tunnel that purportedly leads up into the shrine. So, someone will need to make an athletics check to push that open, please. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm
0: gonna guess me? Yes. go ahead. Probably a, a slightly better flow. It depends. We do have an athletics. Plus you, five. Oh, r- really? Jesus, okay. I am
1: have... proficient in uh, in athletics.
0: Okay, yep. well, you push
2: it down. I'm just going to be happy swimming, <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a 21.
2: 21. So, Zinhorn, you press up against the stone slab until you feel it give way, and... The stale light from the shrine above begins to billow down into the water, and then you and Bobbit swim up to the surface until you—until gar- until your heads emerge above the surface of the water, and you breathe air once again. Meanwhile, Sir Lucian presses his hands against the stone doors and deftly passes through them. Yeah. And inside... So I'll say Sir Lucian's entering first, because all he has to do is walk through the door. So while he's doing... while he's entered, you guys are still opening the trap door. A statue of a giant snail looms before you, Sir Lucian. In place of antennae, it has five pseudopods ending in rocky clubs. It's a statue of a flail snail. Along the walls, six iron keys hang in small niches above stone plinths. Behind the statue, a carved pedestal in a wide alcove has a keyhole set into its base. And as you take a step further into the room, Suddenly, the alcoves on the walls all begin to rattle as a cold wind blows through them, and six spectral figures oh, emerge from the walls. Hell. <sighs> Son of a bitch! Please roll for initiative. <laughs> Don't touch me.
3: Oh. Ah! Wow. Uh, 22. 22... I don't have anything for fucking ghosts, it. (laughs) He's got a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) They
1: can't stop us all.
3: (laughs) What level does... uh, conjure animals... Yep, so I need Sir Lucian
2: to roll for initiative. I need Zinhorn and Bobbit to roll for initiative.
3: Ah, uh, Bob, it said be right back just before. Yep, yep. Uh, uh,
2: Seventeen. Seventeen, oh. lovely, okay. That is an eight. Eight for Zinhorn, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> natural one plus seven. <laughs> oh, <lovely>. oh, wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, right, I'm so... Under
1: this natural, uh, under this trap. <laughs>
2: yep, so in the first round of combat, only Sir Lucian will act. Then in the second round of combat, Bulb, Sir Lucian, and Ava will act. And then in the third round of combat, Zinhorn and Bobbit will get to act. So, Sir Lucian, you see these ghosts emerge, it is your turn, what would you like to do?
1: Uh, is it possible to basically fly around the room by by the walls?
2: Um, if you're on your carpet, yes.
1: What about if I merged into the stone wall?
2: Uh, well, you've used you've used up all your uses of Merge with Stone now. Oh, I, sorry, yep, I thought that lasted limited. for a whole hour. No, no, no. no, no. Well, once you merge through something, it gets used up. Yes, I when you merged down oh, and saw okay. the Flail Snail, you're technically only supposed to use it once per long rest. But because all you did is find a Flail Snail, I didn't subtract the use. Oh. But passing through the door, I will. Um, Alright. So yeah, Bobbert, um, I need you to roll for initiative, please.
0: I came back and found a room full of ghosts. I don't think I want to roll for initiative. <laughs> 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 um that's a uh, seventeen. <laughs> seventeen, yep.
3: Don't oh, worry, mm. you get to go on round three, because you've got to get through the tunnel, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yep. just a bit of a <laughs> <response.
0: Literally laughs> like gonna poke our head up out of the water and go, All right, we made it one day, nope. Back in, the, in water. the water, back
1: in the water.
2: <laughs> yes. nope. back we go, back
1: we go. So what would you <laughs> well, like, you like do to do, do go Sir go
0: Lucian?
2: Me. You do have a magic sword. I'm gonna charge into the spectrals. Yep. And exactly. attack them. Yep, so right up. Up. we'll just say spectre number two. Ah, you a run two, right one. up. Spectre one, alright. Go up and oh, two roll to hit spectre 1, please.
1: Um, Who's better dead? One, you? Oh, shit. 4. So 4. Plus 11. Hits, 15. 15. 11 plus... F- that's
2: a hit! Roll for damage!
1: <laughs> that makes such a
3: difference. I love that you have a plus 11. That's just crazy.
1: Roll for four and still here. <laughs> oh! Okay, that's... 1 point of
2: damage, plus, plus 11, seven. so 12. 12. Go oh, for your man. next attack. Alright, it's
1: like, you look better
3: dead. I mean, still dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be is. a small sport, but that would have been 8 damage, not 11, because you don't have proficiency to damage. Oh
1: shit, yeah. okay, yeah, no, oh, wait, yeah, i know. I want to be a but That's right, yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, sorry. You don't
2: want to be Yes. yeah. It's, it's alright, yeah, it's still 8, so go ahead, roll to hit again.
1: Um, okay, I got it.
2: Fifteen? Fifteen? Yep, that's definitely a hit. Roll for Jesus damage Christ. again.
1: <laughs>
3: Why? I just want to put out there that with that roll, he would have hit most D&D bosses. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man's
0: a beast. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is what, eight,
4: five,
1: thirteen points damage?
2: Thirteen points of damage, and as you slap at the spectre, it screams and bursts into a puff of smoke. It is destroyed. And Sir Lucian, I will point out that as you are 7th level, you actually learned two new maneuvers. So you should have five maneuvers. Oh. So yeah, you can, you can look in the book and pick any two new ones. Um, okay, it is the enemy's turn. Uh, Ghost Number One will... Ghost Number One is going to attempt to possess Sir Lucian. Oh, I need god, Sir no. Lucian to please make a DC 13 charisma save.
3: <laughs> oh no. Oh no.
2: Uh, he so should
3: just... have good de- he should have decent charisma. <laughs>
2: Does he? What what, what what was it? Uh 13 <inaudible> charisma save. <It's... laughs> oh god. No, 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 um, no, no, don't
1: make
0: that noise. Uh I got a ten? Okay. Smiled. Ghost number
2: one smiles and s- and swoops full into <sighs> headfirst into Sir Lucian's body, embedding oh, itself it. into him. I have a possessed. way to help
3: with that. <sighs> I actually have a way to help with that. So, so oh, it okay, is we need to bring it on.
2: It has used its turn. Okay, and with that, the other enemies are prepare reactions, as there are no visible enemies to attack. Okay, uh, Bulb,
3: it is your turn now. What would you like to do? Okay, actually, I do have to actually ask first, is a possession a magic ability?
2: Um... is
3: it a magical effect?
2: (laughs) It is not a magical effect. It's like a wild... Actually, notice... Uh, well, uh, it is kind of a dispel evil and good spell work. But not at the spell magic. magic? No. Damn it! Yeah,
3: okay, no. uh, I'm sorry Lucian, I don't have a way to help. Um... um actually, though, I still may have a way to help and um, keep him. I would like to hover... I w- Can I peek through and see him? Um. You've
2: pretty much seen everything that's happened in the last two.
3: Okay, uh, I would like to cast Hold Person on Sir Lucian. Okay, very well. So Lucian... Uh, let me look please. up what exactly whole person is. Ah, uh, he needs certainly. to make a
2: wisdom save.
3: Uh yes, a wisdom save, and he needs to beat a 16. Yep. Please roll low, please roll low. Yeah, if
0: there's a time we play to fail, this would be it. Oh, wow, that's a three. Yep, oh, so, thank God. so Lucian,
2: nah. who immediately starts lumbering towards Bulb, is suddenly frozen in place, unable to move, still holding his sword up above
3: his head. And with that, I would like to, whoop, straight back up through the hole, out of sight.
2: Yep, straight back up out the hole. Okay, it is Sir Lucian's turn, Sir Lucian is held. It is now the enemy's turn. Ghost number one decides to end its possession as a bonus action.
0: Oh, because
3: he's being held. Shit. Oh, no. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, <my laughs> just a sitting duck for literally everything in the fucking room. <laughs> shit. No. At least I got the ghost
0: out, okay? Yeah. And then. <laughs> it's
2: <lost> <laughs> And then it's going to use its horrifying visage ability, causing Sir Lucian <laughs> and Bold and Ava to make wisdom saves, please. Oh, uh, I was that's out of bad. sight, though. Yeah, but you're still within 60 feet of it.
3: Oh, yeah. it's just... Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so what was it, sorry? Uh, make a wisdom, wisdom. save, please. Wisdom I
0: save. Know, this is my least favorite ability.
3: Wisdom. <sighs> I have a plus eight to wisdom, so... Yeah! <laughs> best of luck. if you... The, other one, year, the one actually, doesn't help. <laughs> no.
2: Oh god, well he failed miserably. Guess what, buddy? Alright, so who, who failed? I got a nat one. Nat one? Oh, okay, uh, so Lucian, how much, uh, how did you go?
1: I got an unnatural 20.
2: Okay, so oh, Sir wow. Lucian, you're totally fine. Bulb, you failed by five or more, and Ava has passed.
3: To bulb, be fair, yep. Um, that does make it a
2: nine. It does, but, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but still, still, yeah, no, still yeah, five or more. So, um, Bulb. Should. You are frightened of ghost number one, and you also suddenly age 30 years.
3: Jesus! Oh. Okay, I need to really quickly look up the lifespan of a owlfolk. Yeah! <laughs> oh, no. your, feathers grow, your feathers grow. Your
2: feathers grow grey and withered as the fear of the ghost takes hold, and you see the skin underneath the bald spots growing withered and leathery and age spots appearing.
3: And I'm looking, yeah, uh, up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking yeah, it up. I'm trying to look it up as well, because if I I'm don't terrified. live longer than 50, I'm dead. Uh,
2: uh, uh, you live the same age as an Arakokra. Uh, as a what? Only as an a... Arakokra. Aric- Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking <laughs> I'm up. I, I'm looking up the. Uh, actually, Elfo, oh, Two centuries. Yeah, Alfo. Oh, yeah, Elf- No, that's a homebrew. Um, that's a homebrew. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: yo. Don't want to have killed Bulb here, but let's see. Uh, I'm <laughs> looking oh, at no, the. No, ac- I'm worry, looking no up the actual other Darkana here. Don't worry, um, no one's gonna die today. <laughs> uh what is the life
1: span? Okay. Time. The
2: unearthed Arcana does not have a lifespan for the alpha. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: stop yeah. at the moment.
2: In uh, that case, um I'm going to set your age at uh let's see. Let's me just look up the, what you roll to see what your max lifespan is. No, yeah, fair, fair. fair. It's very yeah. tense okay. right now. <laughs> like this, that's fine, mate. Like, yeah, no, shit! Uh, <laughs> the-
0: uh
1: Bubba, why Would you, just stay in the water.
2: I'm yeah,
0: guessing well, what's going on. We're just we're having right. best friend adventures in the water. Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I will say
2: that you live the same. You live the same length of time as an arakocra. PLUS mm-hmm. an additional 2D10 years. So,
3: 30 two D10, plus 2D10. Uh, uh, no, where, D- where are my D10s? Come on, where, oh, what good D10s? Which ones haven't failed me yet? That one, <laughs> and that one. So, did you say 30 plus 2D10? Yes. But he just aged I'm dead, years. no, I'm dead, because I'm 24. So that's 54, I'm dead. 54, uh, yep. I keel over and die of old some,
1: some some animals live longer than their expected life.
3: Yeah, some <laughs> no, animals do live longer gross. than their expected That's life. Ten years anyway.
2: Um. Uh, so what I will do. do at this point uh. is I will ask you to please make a charisma save. <laughs> oh god no! The DC is twelve. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> to use your sheer force of willpower to not heal over and die. Oh a
0: god, I mean you're trying really hard to keep him alive, but you basically do <laughs> him.
3: So my charisma is negative one.
2: Yeah. You may
0: use I
3: inspiration. A, I rolled a 12. <laughs> okay, oh! I can't inspiration. You may use inspiration.
0: For fuck's sake, use it.
3: No, I'm dead. That was a nine, negative one. That's eight. He's dead. He's
0: dead.
2: The-
3: Bulb just died. Yeah, Bulb's heart just... Bulb
2: goes... <gasps> and just collapses to the floor. And he's dead.
3: <laughs> Bulb
2: dies of old age! Yeah. Fuck
3: everyone!
2: <laughs> Bulb died of old age. It is...
3: What the fuck?! <laughs> it is spectre- Don't see that coming! Yep. It okay, is- Okay, well I'm gonna start rolling my next character. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. oh my god! It is Spectre 2's turn. Spectre 2 is going to attempt to attack <laughs> Lucian. Sorry, Bulb. Oh, that is an 18 to hit, so Lucian blocks with his shield even though he's held. It is uh, Spectre...
1: He's not held anymore because Bulb's dead. Yeah,
2: Bulb's yes, dead, that's why he's right. not held he's but dead. Turn is all But his turn is still over. It is Spectre 3's <laughs> turn. Spectre 3 swoops up to Sir Lucian and goes to attack him with advantage because he is now uh, flanked. That is a nat 20. Sir Lucian, take <laughs> just 22 points off. of necrotic damage. And? And you need to make a con save. DC 10, please.
0: We like the oh, way oh, you're this campaign, but it uh, <laughs> looks like we might
2: not be getting further past this uh, particular place. How many points damage, sorry? Uh, 22, oh, and oh, you wow. need to make a DC 10 con save.
1: not as bad as I thought. Um, uh, here, here
2: we go. That is a 13. That is a 13, that is a
1: pass. A 17.
2: That is a pass. Ghost number 2 swoops over to Bulb's dead body and possesses it.
1: No! Wait, wait, wait. Oh my god, you bastard. Spectre
2: 4 flies over to Sir Lucian and attempts to use its life drain with advantage. And that is both times twenty-one, so you are fine, Sir Lucian. It is Ava's turn. Uh, she is going to disengage from Bowl. She's going to jump down into the room and move up to Spectre Four and attack it. Uh, and attack it with her three attacks. Actually, only gets two because she used a bonus action to disengage. Uh, that is a nat 20 on her first. So that is 12 points of damage on the first attack, and then the second attack is unfortunately only a 3. Oh wait, yeah, still doesn't hit, because I'm even adding her. Okay, it is possessed, it is now possessed Bulb's turn. He flies down into the room. And casts cure wounds. Uh, casts healing word on Spectre Four, restoring Hang it. To on. Four. Yep. Hang on, healing, I don't think
0: healing word works on undead. Well, this you may be right. It. You may be right. I'm pretty Let sure that no healing. Most healing spells don't work on undead.
2: Yeah, it has no effect yeah, on, on undead. On that, that is correct. Yeah,
0: yeah, screw you. None of that shit, thank you. <laughs> 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 I'm not playing a rules lawyer. I'm playing the incredibly pissed yeah. off player.
2: <laughs> Well, in that case, Bulb is going to uh, cast Produce Flame, and hurl it at Ava. I mean, that's not much better, but... Uh, Let me see... That is an 18 to hit, he just manages to hit Ava. I'm sorry. And Ava takes 8 points of fire damage. It is now Sir Lucian's turn.
1: Oh, uh, I'm no longer bound, am I? No, you can Come do on. what you want. Oh, ghost bitch, you are going down.
2: Yep, ghost number one, go to hit her. All right, Spectres one to lose
1: here. attack, ghost one. Oh, that is a nineteen.
2: Nineteen plus eleven, that is thirty. That is a hit. Roll your damage.
1: <laughs> All right, let's do. That is a 2 plus 8, that's a 10 points
2: of damage. 10 points of damage, lovely. Go in for your next
1: attack. And second attack. 11, 8, that's
2: 19, yep, that's a hit. What's DC? Yeah, yeah, that's a hit, go ahead, roll for damage.
1: Alright. Damage is, that's 8 points of damage, so 16.
2: Sixteen. Okay, um, sixteen. Not bad. It is now Bobbit's uh, turn as you force yourself through the trapdoor and see this scene before you. See an incre- incredibly, withered husk that used to be bold, uh, preparing to hurl another fireball at Ava. And so Lucian swarmed by ghosts. Unquestion. Yep. Can Bobard tell that Bolt has died? It he, he's yeah, there's his eyes there's just his eyes are lifeless and staring blankly into the distance.
0: Bob immediately goes into Tasha's otherworldly gaze.
3: Mm.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's that's just yep. instantly snaps.
3: Why is Bob moved? Oh no. Because, because he's possessed. possessed.
2: Oh lovely. His corpse is being possessed. Do you need my sheet so you know his skills? <laughs> yes, please. He's been—he's okay. um, been throwing produced flames at people. He, yeah.
1: he tried to heal, but thankfully it doesn't yes, work. Doesn't him, work. But... Yeah, yes.
2: There is, yeah, there is no official lifespan for the elf folk. Yeah, I bet you they're going to have an official lifespan in the um in the. We'll, the, the yeah. Feywild module, I bet you it's gonna be like, we're gonna read it, it's gonna be like 200 or
0: something. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, Father, takes one look at the situation, yeah. sees old and just goes just into Tasha's otherworldly guys. I yep. know it's a waste <laughs> considering this is my last usage of it, but I don't think she'd care. <laughs> no.
2: Alright, so, uh, but, so what, yep, so you cast <laughs> otherworldly set, guys. Set. I believe that's bullets your just, turn. It's, no, that's my bonus action. Oh yeah, that's so your bonus action. Turns. That's right. Yes. So go ahead. What would you like to do?
0: Well, bullets immediately just going to raise their hand. I'll oh, basically pull out the uh, wand of magic missiles and immediately fire at sixth level, pretty much at everything within within striking distance. So there's four targets. I get eleven missiles. So how does that work math wise? Four, six, eight. Alright, so... who was the one that actually killed him? I'm not gonna know. Uh, Ah, it was Ghost! It was
2: Ghost 1, but you didn't know. Well,
0: either way, just Ghost in general, but it's not a fan of, so... Um... let's see... Um, Ghost 1, Spectre 2, Spectre 3 can have 3 missiles each, and Spectre 4 can have 2.
2: Yep, very well. Go ahead and please roll the damage.
0: I have to roll all that separately, aren't I? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm force for that. This is going to take up a me, because normally I just buy these all at once.
3: I just sent you a link to the. Thank you. To the. Well, to my sheet and also yeah. to the creature that I want to yeah, do I, because I'm doing that. I, is that the one that we were using?
2: Uh, I believe there's an official one. Let me just check.
3: Oh, okay, I'll look up official.
2: Uh, I'm sure there was. Apparently not, apparently you can't... Okay, so that one, yeah, I'll let you use that one.
3: Okay, cool,
2: thank you. Um, okay, so, Ooh, uh... I'm slowly
0: working through my, uh, my roles here. Ignore the second one, because that's, uh, technically it's meant to be... 3 each, I one uh, uh, Matt's kind of annoyed, kind of annoyed right now. Now we're bold to die, for the
2: most bold. Well, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but... Let's
0: just see the 3's out, so 3-3. Uh, split that, uh, 44 and a half, because I think that's meant to be 2's, it's
2: meant to be 3's, Yep. And yep, so which, yeah. which enemies are taking which damage?
0: So, Ghost 1's going to take the 14. Yep. We'll say Spectre 2 can have the, uh...
2: Have the nine and the other two have six each. Yep. Lovely. Okay. And, and you get another, another turn.
0: Actually, I do have another turn. Bon is going to Eldritch Blast Ghost 1. Yep. And yeah, no, she's pissed because that's a Nat Goddamn 20 for the first
2: one. <laughs> yeah, ooh, nice. Go ahead, but, roll your damage. Oh, I still have to roll the other Oh yeah, you have to one do the other well. one. And too. then twenty-three for the second
0: one. Okay, so the net 20 is going to be 24 points of force damage. Is it yep. still up?
2: Is it still uh up after how that? Mu- how much? Uh 23. It's uh, still 23. It is still up, up. So go ahead for your second. So 20 so 24 after taking 14. It's still up. Oh, and so yeah, no, actually Ghost 1 shrieks as she vanishes into a plume of smoke. And I guess I'll throw the second one that's a hit at Spectre 3, since that's the closest. Yep. And that's going to be 11 points of force damage on Top 11 of the... 11 points of... Yep. The and... We need six before... Yep. Whoosh! Spectre 3 disappears. And Volo,
0: just because I know talking to bonus action, is just going to scare at the, whatever's possessing Bulb and you just hear very strangled, Get
2: out! <laughs> It is uh, now the enemy's turn. Uh, Possessed Bowl walks up towards Bobbit and casts a 4th level Scorching Ray.
0: Why would you do that?
2: (laughs) Because it's possessed! Uh, Okay, Uh, we're going to make a ranged spell attack for each ray. How many are we getting? We're getting five rays, so uh, five D twenty. Okay, so the first one is
0: 19, by the way. The
2: first one is a thirteen. The second one is a twenty, so that hits. Yeah. The third one actually, is actually wait
0: no, it's yep. fire damage, so it doesn't work. I oh, it doesn't. In the score. Yep. Well, so that's uh, like, You can roll whatever you yep. want. They just slam in a bomb it and that's bomb it
2: okay. Somehow looks even more pissed than she already yeah, was. That's okay, the ghost wouldn't know this, so it just sends yeah. scorching ray and they all hit demonic Tashes form Bobbit and <laughs> just fizzle yeah, away just, as they touch yeah, her skin. Well it's just scaring daggers at this thing. Spectre 2 floats away from Sir Lucian, drawing an attack of opportunity as it swoops towards Bobbit. Sir Lucian, roll to hit it. Uh, that's definitely a pass. Yep. Go go ahead, roll your damage.
1: That is 15 points of damage.
2: 15 points of damage! You slash slash at it as it rushes past you and dispel it. Turning it into wisps of spectral energy. Spectre number 4... Attacks Sir Lucian with its life drain. And that is going to be a six to hit. Sir so Lucian deftly blocks it. It's Ava's turn. She declares Spectre 4 her favorite foe and then moves into attack. Gets a nat 20, hits it for 10 points of damage, attacks again. Deals six points of damage and then, with her bonus uh, favored foe damage, deals an additional three damage and dispels Spectre 4 into wisps of energy. It is Zinhorn's turn. Zinhorn, you force yourself out of the trap door and find yourself in a room where everyone is just gathered around Bulb as he wildly looks left and right searching for the next target to attack.
1: Okay. Um, I noticed that uh has gone otherworldly. Yep. I mean you probably
2: can put two
1: and two together and go like What Zinhorn knows?
2: Yeah, Zinhorn, you could tell something has gone terribly wrong. Bulb is looking withered and old, his eyes lifeless and as he as he tries to attack people, he just moves like moves like he's a zombie or something. Just his movements are lazy and stiff and... Bobbit appears to be incredibly angry and so does Ava. Okay, in that case...
1: going to do a Frostbite Cantrip. Mhm. And make a, a Con 16 save.
2: Yep, on Bulb, he's going to attempt to make a con 16 save. He rolled a 13.
1: Alright, so... gets 9 points of cold damage and has disadvantage on the next weapon attack.
2: Yep, as you hit it with cold energy, Bulb's lifeless body face plants on the concrete and Ghost Number 2 is forced out. It is Sir Lucian's turn. Uh, Smile and charge. Ah, (laughs) for
1: bold! (laughs) Roll to hit ghost number two. Alright, rolling to hit uh, what's uh, to hit? Yep, to
2: hit. Ah, 11. You need 11 to hit her. Oh, beautiful. Got 12. Lovely. Okay, roll your damage.
1: That is Fourteen points
2: of damage? Lovely. Would you like to go in for another attack?
1: Oh, I would love to. Uh, that is, uh, uh it's a—it's—it's banana day. <laughs> that is
2: an M1. Yep. And with rage, you swing at ghost number two and curse whoever felt this was an appropriate moment to leave a banana peel in your path as you tumble past ghost number two and slam into the wall. <sighs> Still raging. It is now Ava's turn. Actually, no, it is uh, Bobbit's turn.
0: Yeah, so this thing is out in the open now. Obviously. Yes, it is. Cool. You can have four Eldritch Blasts in your general direction, dear friend. Go ahead, roll for them. Okay, so we have 23, 25, uh... 16, and 17. They all hit. Go ahead, roll damage. 1, 5, 11, 16, plus two, three. It's 27 points of force damage. There's another just shriek from across the room as yep. these massive blasts just pound into it.
2: 27 points of force damage combined with the damage Sir Lucian dealt, you send Ghost 2 flying back towards the stone doors. As soon as it hits them, it breaks apart into pieces of ectoplasm that rain down across the entrance hallway. And with that, combat is over.
0: Robert is going to go over a immediately cradle bulb in her arms and just break down in tears as the otherworldly
2: guys just falls apart around her. You cradle bulbs lifeless withered corpse in your hand and as the otherworldly guys falls away your tears drop down onto his withered face at first red tears of blood. And as the otherworldly guise fades away, it turns into a torrent of salty tears from a weeping little girl facing facing true despair as she has lost a great friend.
1: So in Hornwall, see, go over and just do a medicine check just to make sure.
2: Yep, go ahead and do a medicine check, please.
1: It is a 17 plus 5, so it's a... Uh, 22
2: 22 yeah you look at bulb and the pallor of his skin is gray leathery his feathers those that remain have turned almost pure white and it looks as if it looks as if he suddenly aged several decades in an instant. And as, as you just silently hang around his corpse, Ava comes up and she kneels down and places the tip of her beak against Bulb's face and just taps him, a sort of a sort of kissing motion between two bird folk. Uh, that she just turns away and walks to the stone door still holding her weapons and without looking at you she just says in a terse tone let's get this over with let's make sure this was worth it
0: Take some feathers. I mean, the last, the last time he died was just instant. There was nothing she could do. This time, I mean, there was still nothing she could do. But he's still here. Like, like, like,
2: maybe... Yeah, got disintegrated last time, but
0: what do we even do? Like, what's the point of all oh, this? If yeah, we can't even save the
1: people that are closest to us? I I hate to say, but I go to Bobbitt and say, does does that guy have anything? Can can he have any input? The Sticky guy?
2: (laughs) You look over Mm -hmm. at Mr. Stick and Mr. Stick just says, well, you're still alive. That's all that counts.
0: It just throws Mr. Stick as hard as she can away from
2: her. You hurl Mr. Stick, and as he flies towards the stone wall and hits it and clatters to the ground, you just hear his voice in your head whispering, Now, now, there's no need for such childlike antics. Shut up and leave me alone.
3: Um, I will save my um, inventory sheet and send it in yes. Discord.
2: Yes, because um, everyone will be taking the items with you, with them. We have um, to,
0: considering he was the one yeah. who the cube, so we kind of have to... Yeah. Uh... Dingham just
1: sits there and just drew cross flower after flower. Yeah, we...?
3: You sit... Yeah. You sit honouring uh, cubes. Yep. I haven't put cubes in a spot, but I have plenty of spots. To yeah, them, so. that
2: would have been in. Um, yeah. You all sit around honouring Bulb for the better part of an hour until finally you remember that you're in the middle of one of the puzzle shrines and that time is counting down. This is not an ideal place to leave Bowl, but...
0: No, Bobbitt's Bob actually going to, she has enough room, she's going to actually pick him up, and since he's small enough, she's going to actually put him inside the, the bag coat. of whole, inside her coat, yeah, well yep. She's basically just going to, as she
2: picks her up, just go, we can't leave him here. Ava just looks over and she says, this isn't a suitable resting place.
0: Fine, Bull will slowly go over and
2: retrieve Mr. Stick very reluctantly. Pick up Mr. S- You pick up Mr. Stick and you half expect him to give you some glib remark,
1: but as you
2: wrap your hands around him and hoist him over your shoulder, he says nothing. So I've got
1: these six outcove things with... You so there was keys in there? Or? Yes,
2: six iron keys, one in each alcove. Additionally, there is a pedestal in the middle of the room that has a keyhole set into its base.
1: Uh, can Zinhorn, like get a closer look at the keyhole?
2: Yep. Uh, please make an investigate check.
1: That is a 17 for investigate.
2: You determine that the keyhole at the base of the pedestal is of a rather complicated design and you've never seen a key that would seem to fit this design. Furthermore, as you look around and examine the six keys in the alcoves, you can tell almost immediately that although these keys are all roughly the same size, none of them are of the right pattern to fit in this keyhole.
1: Is there any writing in the room?
2: You look around, and at the base of the flail snail, flail snail statue, there is the same phrase in that was written outside. Unk urges us to consider all options before proceeding.
3: Um, um, Dale, could yep. you just send me in the chat uh, what my guy's name was again, if you can remember? Yes. Because uh, I've forgotten. I just have to <laughs> look it up. Give me a sec. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Quick question. Just... just while we're
0: discussing keys and whatnot, I have, I believe, somewhere in my stupid inventory, I believe I picked up a mysterious key at one mystery key at one point. You did? I used that on
2: the middle... Yes, you it. can, but keep in mind it would because it, it, it has a 10% chance of fitting any locks. It's only 10%. I mean, better
0: nothing. Would you I like, like to try that? I see anyone else has any other ideas,
1: other than going back and checking the other little room and well, investigating. The... You
2: feel that there must be something significant about the six keys in this room.
0: Yeah, obviously.
2: Ah, uh, so, Remy, your character's name is coming up. I'll just send it to you. Thank you. Because uh, I now have it. Thank you. Okay, so, what would you. Go- so, Bobbit, would you like to try the magical key? Uh, maybe check the
0: other room out there. I'm I have to check the other. Yeah,
2: there is still the snails <sighs> out there, but you could also attempt to pick the lock with your thieves tools.
0: True, but wouldn't that go against the hole, you
2: know? It would, but you location. might be able to pick the lock anyway.
0: Screw it, I don't want to be in this place anymore anyway.
2: Yep, so you just gotta head up, use the thieves tools? Yeah. Alright, please make a Thieves Tools check. Yeah, that's a nineteen plus three. Nineteen plus three, that is uh twenty Two. that twenty-two. You jiggle the thieves' tools around, and you're just short of the DC-25 required to unlock it. However, you did not fail to check by five or more. So, while you are unable to unlock it, you do not trigger any traps. So,
1: with the six keys in the room... Yep. Are they just like on a
2: like? Yeah, they're just hanging on hooks. You can take them yeah. off and hold them in your hands.
1: Yeah, to grab two of the uh, the keys and yep, just get it. See if anything you can do anything with them.
2: So Zinhorn, you take the two. You take two of the keys. I would like you to please make an intelligence check. Thirteen. 13, you notice that the two keys are almost exactly the same size, and on a whim You place one key on top of the other and notice that when the two keys are laid on top of one another Their teeth combine
0: Did you use Resident Evil
2: Village, yes? Yes, (laughs) but (laughs) it was already in the module (laughs) Technically Resident Evil Village stole this puzzle
1: Hmm. Okay. So it goes and grabs the other... other four keys? Yep.
2: You grab the other four keys and lay, stack them up on top of each other, making sure you show Bobbitt and Sir Lucian. And... Once they're laid on top of each other, they form a pattern that is roughly the same shape as the keyhole, but, of course... There's six keys stacked on top of each other, so there's no way that this will fit in the keyhole. Hmm. There...
0: Mm-hmm. way all the keys together.
2: Maybe. Or there might be a key that has. Now that you know what design you're looking for, you may be able to find a key that has that design? Uh
1: There's a snail, a flail snail statue in the middle.
2: Yes. Would you like to examine that? Yes. Uh, Please make an investigation check.
1: Uh, That is an 18.
2: The flail snail statue, or as you determine it to be, a statue of Unk, appears at first to be just nothing but an ordinary statue, but when you examine it, you notice there are several mechanisms at the base of its tentacles, obviously some type of trap. What would you like to do?
1: Uh, Bob, are you good with this getting rid of traps? Bob's
0: mm. well, gonna, without know, saying anything, try to. The problem is, we don't really want to fiddle with this shit in case we set it off by accident. Like, I got lucky with the, with the statue before, but can like, Bob investigate to see how well she's doing it?
2: Yeah, go ahead and make an investigate check, please, Bob.
0: It's a what was of destination. Uh yeah, it's
2: an eighteen. Wiping away tears, you peer into the lock and you can see the mechanism that triggers the trap and the mechanism that triggers the pedestal to open up. And you realise you were about a centimeter and a half away from hitting either of these mechanisms. And so, if you would like to attempt a, another Thieves' Tools check, you may do it with advantage, but any failure this time will trigger the trap. In that case,
0: it's probably just going to look at um, the Zinhorn and just sort of shake your head at it. Because I don't think I can mess with this.
2: So, Zinhorn, knowing that Bobbit is unwilling to try to pick the lock again, what would you like to do?
1: Brilliant. Did Bob have a proper lock? The keys, or did he just see the keys? He just saw the keys, he
2: didn't go up and examine them one by one, no. But he could tell that each, once he had once he conjured that orb with Druid Craft, he was able to tell, and he told you this that, um, each of the keys did appear to have a different design for its teeth. It's just that there were so many of them, and there was no way to know which one would have been the right teeth.
1: Zinon's gonna go back out the trap. Yep. And go around and inspect the keys in the. Yep. In the workshop. You
2: leave Bobbit and Sir Lucian behind and dive back down through the water, emerging outside the shrine. And then. Uh, what? Uh, are you gonna use your elf ability to stealthily make your way to the little workshop again? Yes. Sure. Slowly, carefully move past the disturbed patches of earth and arrive at the ruined, key-filled workshop. Please make an investigation check with advantage.
1: That is a 16.
2: Holding the six stacked keys in front of you, you quickly sweep across the walls, comparing this bundle of keys to the keys that hang on the hooks. And after about 15 minutes of searching, you find a rusted iron key that has the same design. You take that key, you make your way carefully back to the pool, dive under the water and emerge next to Bobbit. And as Bobbit and Sir Lucian watch, You insert the key into the lock, and turn it. And with a click, the top of the pedestal pops open, revealing Oonk's Puzzle Cube.
1: I take it and pop it into where the other keys are. Yep! Where the other cubes are.
2: And with that, as you silently put the cube away, you will turn away make your way through the make your way through the pond of water that silently without talking without speaking a word make your way back out into the city proper map of Omu coming up okay you have the next puzzle cube what would you like to do
0: Someone wants to go home. <laughs> yeah I hate hates this place, it
2: sucks. Poor Bobbit. <laughs> but, Bulb did not die in vain, and you are one step closer to ending the death curse. Meaning that Bulb <laughs> is not gone forever. Yeah! Step... But... <laughs> yeah, but he's still gone for now, yes. <laughs> But you step back out into the crumbling, into the crumbling streets of Omu, and the sun is already high in the sky. It's early afternoon now. What would have only taken the what would have only taken about an hour to solve has drawn on much longer thanks to the impromptu service you gave to Bulb and. The reluctance to continue your quest, even though you know Bob would want you to press on.
0: Still say it was worth it. <laughs>
4: as long as you're having
2: a good fucking time over there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets so, to play the character. He gets to play the character that he was going to play in the front run.
1: So we haven't
2: done Oberlarka's Shrine? Haven't done Oberlarka's. I jins shrine has been uh, ransacked. The King of Feathers in the amphitheatre, you're not sure about. I just um, heard noises
1: coming from that direction.
2: Papa Zotl's shrine, you're not sure about, but the wizards Oops. did move past it. And Nang oh, Nang's Nang shrine, me. you're unsure because bulb shrubs did not make it back.
0: We we've
1: also maybe. got Tabaxi Spot One that we can have. A, on the way, yes. On the way to Upper well, we get
0: in that direction.
1: I feel like that's probably the our yeah, next best.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the direct route, and we've sort of just since of the we know that
1: the top half is sort of being yep. done.
2: We yeah may as well go to Opalaka's Shrine in that case. Yeah. So as you make your way down towards Obelaka's shrine, keeping an eye out for the spot, that bag of bones marked on his map, as he rattles along behind you, um, seemingly unfazed by Bulb's death, no hint of emotion on his skeletal face at all, I would like everyone to make a perception check please. You probably is not paying attention. At the point.
1: 21. 21. Sir Lucian. Perception? Uh, I got 11. 11.
2: Yes. Yeah, so only, only ums in or hears. Somewhere off to the north in the distance, you hear a great dinosaur roar and. Shortly after the roar subsides, you hear the you hear the sounds of men and women shouting and the sounds of explosions. And suddenly, you feel the earth shake beneath your feet. Yes.
0: Well, out of character, I'd say. I guess that means the those boys found the, uh, the king of feathers.
2: Yeah. Well that's that's what Zinhorn can guess.
4: Yeah.
2: However, you don't know if you don't know if these sounds indicate that they are victorious or whether they're winning the battle. You just know that it appears that they've decided to take on the King of Feathers.
1: Going back to the legend, um, would Xinhorn know what a Zorbo is?
2: Um, make a nature check, please. Uh,
1: 16.
2: Okay, so as you walk through the crumbling city, you try to recall all, uh, you try to recall all knowledge of Zorbo's, and you remember... Reading of them. Perhaps you've even seen one uh, in your many years living in the wilderness in Cholt. Zorbos were small carnivorous creatures native to the jungles of Cholt. They're typically around three feet tall and covered in grey fur. They had sharp teeth as well as sharp claws on both hands and feet. They typically wait in tree branches for their prey to walk past, and then drop onto their heads from above. In the far-off eastern world of Shaolung, you recall Bulb getting excited about the fact that a variety of Zorbo that resembles panda bears was known. Mm. And you all breathe a sigh of sadness.
1: And I relate this to the group saying we need to make sure we're keeping our eyes on the trees as we go to Oberlaka's Shrine.
2: Yep. So you're going to stick to the main street where, well, basically the main street, there's just the buildings on either side and there's a couple of twisted tree branches and vines that sometimes crisscross over the street from rooftop to rooftop. But aside from that, the sky above appears to be free of any. Dangers.
1: Do you want to check out the Tabaxi spot or just go straight to the shrine?
2: It's entirely up to you. But it is this? unresponsive? Well, you're passing by it, so you may as well check it out.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: So you keep an eye on the map for the building that was marked by a Bag of Bones and indeed as you approach it you see, bag of bones stop walking, and it's almost like there's some hint of a memory from his previous life still in his head. As he stops, turns around, and stares forlorn at a building uh, groaning under uh, under a huge variety of plant life of all different breeds and colours. It's amazing that it's still standing just sitting there on the edge of the street. This was apparently some sort of greenhouse. The ceiling is 30 feet high, and contains a partially shattered glass dome. And you could see thick tree trunks, large flowers, and various vines snaking out of the hole in the glass dome. You know who
0: would have really loved a greenhouse?
2: That's why I put it in <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. That's why I put it in it, I was, you would be here for it Um <laughs> <laughs> Um there is, the door is, uh, the door is jammed shut but it's warped under the weight of several plants and should take little effort to break down if you would wish to do so here, yeah,
4: I guess
2: so. Alright, please make an athletics check. Uh,
1: that is a 14.
2: A 14. And with a great shout, you swing your weapon at the door, smashing it into matchwood, and lead everyone inside the greenhouse. Inside, the floor has a foot of water covering it. The ancient plants in here are overgrown, and collectively, it looks like a miniature, exotic jungle. There are three things of note in the greenhouse that you can see. There is a three foot tall plant, a short distance from the entrance, shaped quite like a vase. A short distance into the greenhouse, sprouting out of the water, are a number of five foot tall roses that have shining prismatic colours and towards the very back of the greenhouse half submerged in the water are two skeletons from the eye socket of each skull grows a vine and as you enter the greenhouse the two vines the two vines grow erect like snakes and the tips of them with Quiver and wave back and forth, almost as if they are greeting
1: you. Uh,
0: now I us know how to talk to
1: plants. Uh, Zinhorn is going to cast, uh, Detect Magic. Yep.
2: You detect, you cast Detect Magic and look for the telltale signs of magic in the ruined, uh, in the ruined greenhouse and you determine that there is an aura of druidic magic emanating from the two skeletons and the quivering vines that grow from their eye sockets What would you like to do?
1: And that's the only magic I can detect. That's in the here. only
2: magic you can detect in here. Trinity. Well, you don't know if you need speak to speak with plants to speak to them. Do you like to? Would you like to examine anything in the greenhouse, or without bulb, would you just like to leave?
1: The horn firstly just wants to like do a bit of drill craft, sort of in the direction of where the vines are. Yep. Just, just to see if that does anything. Like,
2: so you're gonna send? You're gonna send a nice. Fragrance in their direction, or a gust of wind, or uh. sorry, sorry, Smithy, you'll have to speak again.
1: Sorry, I'm just trying to. I'm just reading what I can.
2: Oh, what you can do with druid craft? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, do you just like? Just do a puff of wind, just
2: go past yep. the... around the vines and... Yep, so you move into the greenhouse and start wade, wading through the water, and... Uh, as you pass by the prismatic flowers that are growing out of the water, do you pass by near them, or do you, do you make sure you don't go near them?
1: Um... Give him a bit of a wide berth, because they're yeah. sort of standing out.
2: You notice they're five feet tall, and their stems have massive sharp thorns on them. So you yeah, lead Bobbit, Sir Lucian, and Ava away from these large roses towards the vines, and then you wave your hand, sending a, a sensation of a gust of wind towards them. And as it hits them, you notice them slowly wave from left to right, and then a Voice in your head says Ah that feels nice. Yes, yes it's been a while since we felt some nice wind.
1: Hello <laughs> Who said that
2: Hello Hello Yes says the voice Please uh if you're go if if you're responsible for that wind, please give us more yeah, we love the wind, we love the sunlight, and we've, uh, have, to be frank, been uh, quite uh,
1: craving it of late. I'd do another another a puff.
2: <laughs> the two vines jiggle as if they're having a great time, and the voice in your head becomes really jovial. It says, yes, yes, oh, it's lovely, thank you, thank you. Uh, might we know your name?
1: Uh, I am Zinhorn Aloro, Druid of the Elements. And yes. yours?
2: Yes. Uh, well, I'm Rowan, and this is Argus. Uh, we were, uh, well, gardeners who lived in Omu. Uh, how long could it have been now? We have no way to measure time. All we know is that uh, at some point our bodies perished, and we now find our minds inhabiting these vines that we spent our lives toiling over.
1: That's so tragic.
2: We've been here for so long. How long do you think it is, Argus, good chap? Argus the vine waves back and forth That says, well, the only measure of time we've got is the sunlight growing and waning, so if I were to count, it's at least been, oh, let's say, we'll say, uh, 30 periods of sunlight times by, carry the one, well, let's say it was a bloody long time, I'm a gardener, not a mathematician, uh, you there, uh, Zinhorn, was it would you happen to know how long we've been here and why nobody in the city has come to assist us?
0: Yeah, you a very monotone voice coming from Bob going, most likely around 200 years.
1: But 200 unfortunately, years? Unfortunately, there is no one else in the city. By the city bloody
2: nang-nang, says Argus, and then Rowan waves back and forth and says, Oh, 200 years. Yes, I feared as much. I feared that whatever event forced our minds into these uh, <coughs> bodies was responsible Was responsible for the reason why no one came to our aid. It is needless but- to say we've spent all of our time since then persisting as these Plants in this greenhouse, waiting for the day when someone, anyone, would brave this, brave what was left of Omu and discover us and take us from here. But more important, give me some good conversation. You have no idea what it's like spending the last 200 years with this buffoon here. He gestures towards Argus, who seems to take great offense slapping the other vine with the tip of his with the tip of uh his plant body and saying boring am i am i boring huh? well at least i doesn't go on about bloody flowers for days on
1: end do you recall what happened just before you became these two other ones?
2: They think for a moment, jiggling around, and then Argus says, Well, it was, uh, it was what, when that, uh, when them snake people or whatever turned up, wasn't it? And then Rowan nods at agreement the tip of his fine moving up and down, and he says, Yes, yes. Started off business as usual, and the Yuan Ti, uh, a contingent of them, arrived in the city. Uh, they brought with them this wizard sort, uh, Rasna C, they announced his name as. Well, we didn't care. Our job is to tend the plants, you know, and. Well, last thing we remember is some sort of explosion of magic. Next thing we know, we're coming to, and we're now vines, uh, quite uh, unpleasantly growing out of the eye sockets of what I can only presume were our human bodies.
1: Hmm. Are you able to see things around here, or do, you, do you, it was only the, the gust of wind that alerted you to my presence?
2: See! See things! No, no, not in the way that you would... Imagine, not with eyes and colors and shapes and the like we do feel sensations vibrations the wind the lovely clean refreshment of the water but every sensation grows dull after 200 years please you found us feel free to cut us cut us out of these uh, skeletons and take us with you
1: um, what was it? What was the thing we are looking for? The, um, the... navel
2: of the moon. Yeah. Navel What's of that... the moon, says Argus. What's that? And Rowan says, Argus. I'm afraid we haven't heard of such a thing. As I said, we were just simple gardens. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, it's probably a good chance they're
2: not going to have any idea what they're on about. But, That's but, please, don't turn away just yet. Look, as you can see, we've been here for a long time. We're quite, we've had a lot of time to get good at grabbing and lifting things, you see. And, uh, well, if you ever have need of a rope that could follow directions and act in concert with you, then please, please take us along and we will do our best to grab and lift things for you.
0: I
1: don't i a reason why not. No, it's a... So before I do anything else, I just want to ask you each, what was your favourite kind of flower? Oh
2: I was quite partial to chrysanthemums, wasn't I, Yes, yes, you're always bloody going on about them. Now there's purple ones and red ones. And yellow ones, and orange ones. Oh, it's all I've bloody heard about the last two hundred years. I'm a bit more of a simple man. I like dandelions.
1: I take a, a little bit of time, and on one side of the um, the side of the skeletons, I do a, a range of different chrysanthemums, uh, different colours, and on the other side, some dandelions, just pay respects to them, and then. I right. go and try and sort of get them out of the out of the ground. Please let me know if this hurts you at all. Would we'll hate to uh after all this time to hurt you.
2: Please make a nature check to safely extract them from the skeletons. That mess me up
1: dice. Th- that is a uh- Luckily,
2: 19. 19? Lovely. Carefully remove both vines, and as soon as you remove them, they begin to wrap around your arms, as if they're using your arms as a branch or something to latch onto, and they both immediately begin to quiver in satisfaction. And Rowan says, yes, thank you, thank you so much! We'll do anything you want. All we ask is that you give us adequate sunlight, clean us when we're dirty, and place one of our ends in fresh soil for, let's say, eight hours a day.
1: I'm sure we can do that for you. Very much so.
2: They nod in gratitude and continue wrapping themselves around your arms until both of your arms are covered by the vines, uh, tightly wrapped around your arms, as if they are, as if they are leafy sleeves of of a nature tunic. You have befriended the sentient vines. So long as you give them sunlight and have one end placed in fresh soil for at least eight hours per day. They will act as sentient 50-foot ropes. They can follow the telepathic commands of whoever holds them, in this case you. You may cause them to extend, to grab around something or pull something as a bonus action, and while they would have difficulty wrapping around a moving target, they are superb for climbing and can even lift a creature weighing 200 pounds or less. up. ...at a rate of 30 feet per round.
1: Okay. Mm. <laughs> I... any... Yep. I'll look to the others... ...and... ...say... ...with my arms up, shall we?
2: <laughs> As you point towards the door of the greenhouse... ...your vines unravel a bit, and as if, as if expressing how eager they are to once again venture out into the outside world, the tips of them, uh, extend and snake through the air towards the door, pointing eagerly outside into the street. So I'm just gonna get the, um, thing for you, Smithy, so you know what they do.
1: Not what I was expecting walking into there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to check out before you leave?
1: Um, so there was the, the two... the blooms that were...
2: Yep, there was the prismatic flowers and the plant shaped like a vase. I mean, you could probably ask any friends about
0: those
1: ones. Yeah. Just sort of, as uh, we're walking past them, I see these very different-looking uh, plants over here, being the uh, this large one here and the ones with the uh, thorns over there.
2: Both vines quiver as they silently communicate amongst themselves, and then Argus says, Oh don't go near them bloody flowers! That was Rowan's attempt to make big, bloody roses! All they'll do is shoot thorns at anyone who goes near. And then Argus says, and then uh, Rowan says, oh, look, they're not that bad. It's just they've had a few hundred years without anyone to tend them. I'm sure someone somewhere out there in the world would appreciate a nice flower of that color and pedigree. As for the plant shaped like a vase, as you describe it. Uh, that is a Madzi plant. It produces six gallons of fresh-drinkable water each day, as long as you give it adequate sunlight. Given that you appear to be adventurers, I wouldn't turn up the chan- wouldn't, uh, say no to the chance to bring that along.
0: Actually, yeah, that
1: would probably be a really good idea. Yeah. Getting... Um... So, Xenhor wants to go a bit closer and just sort of hmm. inspect to see how how it works, and if it's able to uh, remove it.
2: You look at the Madzi plant, and it appears to be the flowering stem of some kind of long, some kind of large flower, and the flower itself is in the shape of a vase, the inside of it hollowed out. And as you peer inside, you see that it is full of fresh, clear water. It seems, based on the fact that there are tiny holes at the very bottom of the inside of the flower, that any water it absorbs during the day, most likely uh, ambient moisture in the air, or mist particles, or anything of the like, is absorbed into its body and eventually consolidates in the bars portion of the flower. Please make a nature check to remove it.
1: Uh, Can I use inspiration? Yes, you can. (laughs) Oh, that is much better. That is a 15.
2: You've carefully cut the madsy plant away, and reaching through bulbs, uh, reaching through bulbs' bag, you find a pot of dirt and carefully replant the flower in the pot and then place it back in... and then place it into your own bag, uh, leaving the tip of the bag open so that the end of the flower pokes out, so it can receive sunlight. It will take up one slot of your inventory. With that... You turn, and leave the greenhouse, stepping out once again into the city of Omu. And as you make your way to Obelukha's Shrine, I would like somebody to please roll a d20. Oh, why not? Uh, I rolled a 13.
0: Thirteen!
2: As you make your way towards the next shrine you all hear the sound, you all hear voices coming from around the corner of a nearby structure, speaking in common, barking orders. The auntie must have passed through here. The entrance to their palace must be somewhere in the vicinity. Dig! Keep digging! And then a female voice saying, we should have brought more flesh golems. These ones are useless at digging, they're too slow. If only we didn't lose all the damn guides! Yes, I believe you have. So, what would you like to do as you approach the building in question? You peek around it, and standing in an overgrown plaza, you see two red wizards of Thay, a man and a woman directing two flesh golems to sift through debris looking for something.
3: Well, that was good timing, because I just sent my character sheet to Dale. Lovely, so you'll be able to join into this combat.
1: Also, as we were leaving the greenhouse, I did, I was talking to my new friends, saying that uh, I do, as I mentioned, I am Drilled druid of the elements. Yep, that all looks good to me, Remy. Yes, Zindhorn? Cool. Which also means I do sometimes produce things like a, a blade made of uh, fire and things like that, so there's no need to be worried about that. I will not be... Uh, I know the plants aren't the, the best of friends with fire, so I'll be very careful as to uh, not burn you with that.
2: So long <laughs> as you don't mistake us for vegetables. We are very much not edible, are we, artists oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you'd think that we'd be a bit like some sort of tough lettuce, wouldn't we? Um. No, don't give him any ideas, Argus.
1: (laughs) Well, as long as uh, you are very helpful, I will definitely be not eating you. I do not eat my friends.
2: (laughs) So how would you, what would you like to do with these Fae? You could see them You could see them sifting through, directing their flesh golems to sift through the rubble, in an overgrown plaza. They're searching for something, but they do not appear to have noticed you yet. However, if you proceed further in this direction, they likely will. So, how far away from us are
1: they? Ah,
2: about about 30 feet away. They haven't noticed you yet.
1: And how many of them are there?
2: Uh, two red wizards and two flesh golems. So you don't need to directly cross paths with them. However, if you'd like to continue on to the shrine, you will need to sneak past. Otherwise, you can attempt to engage them in conversation, or if you'd like to just go ahead and attack them,
0: Mm-hmm. How far away are they? About Thank 30 you feet.
2: Damn, yeah, I wish that I catapult's still on me. Heh, <laughs> you're talking to hurl something at yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know if I could throw 30 feet
0: even with Bobbitt's uh, Um. Strength.
1: Got a thought? Yeah. I mean, there is a, to...
2: there is an option to attempt to parlay with them, but knowing that the Red Wizards appear to be immediately hostile. Yeah. Um. Does
1: either sneak past I... or attack?
3: Can I have is... a game real quick? Yep. Yeah. In. Bulb's bag, he has the small jar of poison spores and he also has that um, sleep bladder from
2: yes, the fingerling. Oh, yes, right. but I don't think the others would have had time to sort through Bulb's belongings yet.
3: That's true, but while they're sitting there thinking yeah. of what to do. Yeah, that is an option. <laughs> and M2 will be right back, apparently. Yep.
2: What would you like to do?
3: (laughs) Okay! Sing, apparently! Yeah.
2: Um, Um... As you decide, you just watch them and the flesh golems are slowly lifting up portions of debris and moving aside the collapsed remnants of buildings and each time they do so the red wizards walk over and briefly examine what the flesh golems found evidently deciding that it isn't worth anything and quickly directing them to other spots
1: so the red wizards are closer to us than the the flesh golems the
2: flesh golems are closer but they still haven't seen
1: okay um
2: in fact, I'll bring up the battle map just so you know exactly where you are in um, relation yeah, to not, them. That might
1: help.
4: Okay,
2: I'm back. How are we doing? Still deciding what you want to do with these um red wizards.
4: Yeah.
1: So Zinhorn will probably go off to the side mask of the wild style and just sort of disappear.
2: Yep. Cause you you surprising them is an option if you could stealthily you know, get up mm. to them in time. Yeah. Um, are they they're preoccupied like looking down, right? Yeah. Well, they're every time one of the flesh golems lifts moves aside a piece of debris or breaks down what's left of a wall. They go up and briefly examine it for a few moments, so their attention is definitely on what their flesh golems are doing.
1: So... Zinhorn is going to... When they sort of... Like the wizards come right up next to where the golems are, he is going to... Um unleash a tidal wave just straight through
0: the area. Alright. As he's prepping to do that, Bobbit is actually going to activate her helicopter thing once. I'm guessing from this far away it's going to be quiet enough that she can get in the air before... Yeah,
2: you you can. Okay. So Bobbit's going to... Is there anywhere in specific you would like to fly, Bobbit?
0: Like, would I be able to get over the top of them without them noticing me?
2: If I, like, fly, if I fly up like 60 feet in the air and then... You could probably get over. about here, so about halfway through the plaza in the time you have. Before Zinhorn goes and gasses them, I guess. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Yep. So Ava sees what you're doing and she opens her wings and flies up next to you. And then Zinhorn holds out his hands and blasts them with a tidal wave. So, Zinhorn, they need to make deck saves I believe? Uh, yes. Okay, I'll have them make that.
1: Uh, flesh that golem one, that one, and,
2: and that red one. wizard. Okay, so the two flesh golems, they both fail with a 2 and 11, and the two red wizards get a 17 and a 16, respectively.
1: And the surprise doesn't do anything?
2: Um, no. It's, they still just do it as normal, but you're going to get a surprise round. Okay. So... So
1: I've got 8, and 6 is 14, and another 6 is 20, and 2 is 22 points of damage.
2: Yep, and 11 to the Red Wizards. Very And well. the
1: two um, the golems are knocked prone.
2: Uh, yep, they're knocked prone, lovely. Um, uh, sorry, I'll just bear with me, because I'm getting a token for Rem's new character. Um, there we go, um, he's a golden one. Okay, um, alright, so as you blast them with the tidal wave and water floods the plaza, I would like everyone, including Rem, to please roll for initiative.
3: 17. 17. Uh,
2: 21. 21. 12. 12. And Sir oh. Lucian? 8. 8. Okay, so that was, I believe, in that case, the first surprise round begins, and Rem's new character gets to go first. Wait. Right. Oh wait, no, it was Bobbit, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Bobit. Sorry. <laughs> Bobot, you get to go first, sorry. Okay, well, we'll I'm guess uh, so I'm trying, you're trying to do multiple or things at once. That's yeah. all so that's, that's fair, <laughs> there's a lot.
0: There's a lot going on, it's understandable. So the uh, flesh golems are still picking themselves up, aren't they? Ah, uh, yeah, the they're still they're thrown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Bobbit is going to fly up over pretty much directly in between all four of them, and basically reach up to her neck, pick out three beads of her fireball necklace and drop them directly
2: in the middle of the group. Three of them, okay, very well. Uh, beads. So that's going to be a 6th level fireball, yep, level go fireball. ahead and uh, I'm going to roll the 6th yeah. level fireball. Um, as you hurl the beads, both red Wizards like, wave. Like a drop a bit, yeah. yeah, as as they notice the beads dropping down out of the air, both red wizards raise their hands. one at doing it uh, one at a time. The first one casts counter spell. And is going Did. to attempt to make a DC sixteen intelligence uh, check. That is a fourteen. The second Wait. wizard raises his hand, also- raises her hand, also casts counter spell, oh, please please. And that is a 17! All Damn. three of your beads hit the ground, and as they hit the ground, they fizzle into tiny embers of flame that quickly dissipate into the air. Wait, all three of them failed? Well, it just counts as one spell, doesn't it, so... It's a six-level ah, fireball, so yeah. Um, it is now, uh, I believe, Rourke's turn. Rourke, would you like to describe how you enter the battle and what you do?
3: You see this... I believe it was an orange grung. An orange but... grung, yep. But I can only find yep. Yep, that's fine. a yellow uh, You see an orange grung using a mace as a walking stick slowly walk out of the bushes and go enemies of yours are enemies of mine i think and he casts a second level guiding bolt at red wizard one yep Okay, uh, make a... Uh, And that is a spell attack. Yep. Uh, Oh, shit. Uh, That's not a good first roll. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, that's a 13. That's
2: a 13, it hits. These red wizards were not prepared. They don't have mage armor up, so AC is 12. Good, good,
3: good. So that's 5d6 radiant damage. Ooh,
2: Ooh, go ahead and please roll that.
3: That's three, that's four, that's five. Uh, that's a decent roll. Eight, 14, 20, 23, 23 radiant damage. And the next attack on Red Wizard one gets, gets advantage. Yep. Uh, and can I see if anyone's hurt?
2: Uh- I think only Sir Lucian is, but, yeah, I think only Sir Lucian is hurt.
3: Okay, uh... I accidentally put all those 22 the
2: points moment. down, he is, from the
3: previous fight. Okay, I then...
1: 26 from the last one.
3: Yep, uh, 26 from the last one, yes. I then cast Healing Word at... 3rd... Level which is 3d4, uh, which is also really fucking good 8 11 plus 4, 15 HP for Sir Lucian. You've seen, there you go.
2: So you look at this new arrival, this Grung, and for a second you're unsure of what's going on, but then you all recognize him as Grok, the Grung Shaman. And the new leader of Dungunglunk, who, who declared you his greatest friends after you helped him dispel the expel the evil Rung tribe in the false service to Nang Nang, he just looks at you all, and with a smug smile on his face, he taps his mace walking stick on the cobblestone, and he says. Told you you were friends, I did. Been following this whole time, I have. Decide now is time to help, I did. Yes. It is Sir Lucian's turn.
1: Alrighty. Um. Well, I just to just uh, to knock the charge in. Um. <clears throat> Uh, can I just <laughs> Hudge into
3: Flesh Golem?
2: Yep, I Flesh Golem 1, very well, they are prone 10, 20, 25, 30 You can only throw a Javelin from here But Flesh Golem is prone, so you get to throw your Javelin You get to throw your um, Hand with advantage
1: Alright, uh, I'll do that, two Hand Axes
2: Yep, alright, go ahead, roll to hit
1: Alright, that is 11. Uh,
2: yep, that's a hit.
1: Alright. DC 6, isn't it? Oh, sorry,
2: yep, 6 uh, plus your strength is... mod. Ah, uh, that's... 2, 4, that's 6 points. 6 points, yep, go ahead, hurl another one.
1: Alright. That is...
2: Ah, uh, 12. 12. Okay, not bad. It's a hit. Roll your damage. They only have an AC of 9. And that's another 7 points of damage. 7, not bad, not bad. Okay, it is Zinhorn's turn.
1: Okay. So Zinhorn is going to appear around the side over here. Yep. Just sort of trying to Keeping to Use the the mask
2: of the wild, you move from one tree to another and now have a direct line of sight on the red wizards of flesh golems. Um.
1: So, so oh There's
0: playing on his turn though, but it's actually sort of like in directly in between all of these guys,
2: just 60 feet up in the air at the moment. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, you've moved all the way yeah. up on your turn. Yep, so yeah. like, yeah. So... That was the only thing I could do on my turn, unfortunately. Yeah, because they do have counter spells, but <laughs> that's two, That's one spell slot each that they are placed in us, so... Oh, I know, I know.
1: Dinhorn is going to Concentrate, and call Lightning down in a 60-foot area. Oh, fine Wait, so if I can get the...
2: Yep, deck saves from them.
0: Let's see. So would that That's... be more damage since there's like, still water on the ground from the um,
2: tidal wave? Um, just the I'm goodness? just I'm just making them roll with disadvantage. Um, so that is That's a fair. six. A, a six and a six for the flesh golems. And... Okay. Uh, one of the red wizards raises his hand. And what level is Paul White being? Third level. He casts counter spell and immediately counters it. Wait,
1: have they not already used their action? Their oh wait, yes. Yeah, to... Sorry, they have. They yes. Did, sorry, I, did. I wasted it um, already. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so fine. They uh,
2: got, sorry. They can't um, um, <laughs> do shit. That is a nine and <laughs> a three, so everyone failed the save.
1: Yay! Oh, well, that is a ten and eight and a nine. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear lord. The board. Uh, Jesus. Twenty seven, I'm not messing about right now. <laughs>
2: so yeah, uh, ten, eight,
1: 9 is 20, 27?
2: Yep, twenty-seven. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, uh it is now our poppets turn again. This and then the, yeah, good.
1: Yep. bonus us back into the ba- back, ba- back into, into the uh,
2: back into the ruins, yep. Yep. You see Okay. Disappear back into the foliage. It's now Bobbit's turn and it is the normal round. Yeah,
0: well... We're already annoyed with how the day's going, and now we exceedingly annoyed that, you know, the fireball beans, which I try to keep stock of, have been wasted for nothing on these assholes. Um... <laughs> who was the one that successfully counted, uh... It was
2: Red Wizard 2 who successfully okay. counted. Okay.
0: bob is gonna get within... About 50, yeah, about within... Burning Hands distance at these assholes and immediately just launch Burning Hands directly at Red Wizard 2 and Flesh Golem 2. Yep,
2: they're going to make their
0: saves. has just, just a whole worldly scream because Bob just had enough of this entire day.
2: Flesh Golem got 12 and the Red nope. Wizard got 17. Uh,
0: crap, save. I guess 2003 made it. Yeah, Wizard, Wizard made it. Flesh golem not so much. So um this is the half sets so have been eight. eight seven, Third level since so five six. There's gonna be twenty-two for the flesh golem and the eleven for
2: the wizard. Lovely. The Flesh Golem has fire aversion, it has taken damage from fire, and so it has disadvantage on its attack rolls and ability checks until the end of its next turn, as it roils in pain from the fire and tries desperately to get away as the flames lick at it.
3: Um, did we lose Bag of Bones somewhere?
2: Uh, Oh, we forgot to put him on here, and he does... Yeah, I gotta... Sorry, I forgot to put him on. And he does get to act on this initiative round.
0: Yeah. Well, Bob is immediately gonna fly back up using the remaining... Depth. Yep. It's so a Bag, bag
2: of Bones. I'm
0: about 30 feet up in the air now.
2: Bag of Bones raises his blade, and as his bones rattle he rushes over to Flesh Golem 2, who is prone. And he goes in for an attack with advantage. And that is a 19 to hit, so the Golem takes 8 points of piercing damage from your Skeleton Sword. So on the back of Bobbit's
0: Munch makes another fire thing, but for obvious reasons, that's uh, yeah. not being thought about right now.
2: It is now the enemy's turn. Uh, Red Wizard 2 looks up at Bobbit and pointing his hand directly up above him, he casts Cone of Cold. This is going to hurt. Right up in the <laughs> air. So Bobbit, please make a con save. Oh dear, that's... Uh, con save,
0: con save. I'll take everything extra for the con save. i the thinking... I'm uh, 4 plus 3. Uh, that's a 15.
2: That is a pass. You take uh, 16 points of cold damage as the cold air blasts you from his outreached hands.
0: No, I don't want to hurt myself or screw myself over, but I do have to ask, do I have to roll anything to keep, make sure my helipack keeps
2: going? No, you don't. You don't. It's only I when hate. the spell runs out. Um,
0: well, that's handy, because that would be a real yeah. problem
2: otherwise. You are fine. Oh, and... no, no, she's really not, but... <laughs> And then uh, Red Wizard 1 decides to raise her hand as it crackles with flame and hurls a fireball at Ava and Rourke. I need Rourke to please make a deck save, please. Two.
0: Two. Oh Jesus! Oh, good. We could
2: lose two characters in
0: yeah, one. We're day. not going to. Okay. You said, that you said we weren't going to lose anyone today. How I wrong didn't you? think we would.
2: Okay. <laughs> I uh, take nothing you say to chance. Ava also fails, so Raw and Ava take 30 points of fire damage. Flesh Golem Two climbs to its climbs to its feet, no longer prone and it makes its multi attack its first one at bag of bones with disadvantage and that is a 7 it fails to hit bag of bones it swings again and that is an 11 it fails to hit bag of bones who's definitely dodging even in his undead state this is just a very slow lumbering fly between two and creatures just... Flesh Golem 1 climbs to its feet and it lumbers over to Sir Lucian and it makes its multi-attack. The first one is a 22, which does not hit. Sir Lucian deftly blocks it. The second one is a nat 20.
0: Oh, that'll... Sir Lucian oh. takes
2: 25 points of bludgeoning damage. God! Not
3: that. No. Oh, unless okay. he wants to use his armor no. to yeah. Unless you want to, unless you
2: want to nullify it, in which case it'll go down to twelve points of damage. I would say do that, please.
1: Mm. You can nullify? Don't
2: you? With your adamantine yeah, you armor, yes, you can. You can nullify oh, one yeah. critical. You can nullify a uh, one critical hit. I need all
1: the help. Yeah. Her encounter. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Yep. Very well. Okay. <laughs> Oh, also, sorry, I forgot with my class ability. Um, so, listen, you also gained another five health when I actually healed you.
2: Ah, okay. So yep. it was
3: yeah. So... I healed him and then plus five. So just add five to your health now. Yeah,
2: just add five to your health.
3: Okay, it is rock's turn. Uh, okie dokie. Um... Uh, shit.
0: Um, you're looking for healing. Bolo took a massive hit just now. Well, I suppose everyone did, technically.
3: Yeah. uh Oh, I just need to look at what this spell is. Whether it's a um bonus or an action. <laughs> uh, no, that's an action. Don't worry. Uh, a nuisance you are being, I think. And I point at Red Wizard One, and mutter under my breath the verbal component for banishment.
2: Ooh, nice. I'm going to attempt to banish him entirely, or her. I forget which one was the man, which was the woman. Um, yeah, uh, uh, it matters. Uh, they dial the same. Yep, he's going to make a charisma save.
3: Yeah, and he needs to beat a 15. He got a 14! Okay! Uh, he, she,
2: she, looks, uh... she looks at you with sheer terror written on her face, and then she begins to squirm, almost as if something invisible is pulling at her, and with an ear, with a blood-curdling scream, her body seems to fold in upon itself, and with a pop, she disappears.
3: So for one minute, there is concentration. So after I cast my next spell, I will be going behind a wall. Yep. Uh, then I cast Healing Word at third level on Bobbitt. Red Wizard 2
2: raises his hand and casts counter spell on your Healing Oh, board. you dick. <laughs> who cares? Who
0: cares Spell a Healing Spell, you bastards?
3: <laughs> uh, but yes, then I walk behind... The wall up. Yep. Here. Up. Yep. Stay behind, behind the wall.
2: The wall. Yep. Getting her for Wedgey
3: if she does come back. So, so we now we now have one minute we have without that wizard.
2: Yep. Okay. It is now Sir Lucian's turn. Hmm. All right. So I'm
1: going to finish off this Flesh Golem.
2: Yep, if you could try. Go ahead and hit him. Plus 11 to hit. All right.
1: That is a 12 plus eight. a natural 20.
2: Yep. That All is right. a hit. Roll your damage.
1: It
2: 11 points of damage there. 11 points of damage. Nice. Go okay. again. Roll, oh, definitely here. Natural twenty-five. <laughs> Natural twenty-five. And... <laughs> That's a hit. Roll your damage. That... <laughs> and that is uh, eight. So eight, lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you lop off one of the flesh golem's arms and recoils, but it is still up. It is Ava's turn. She uses a bonus action to mark. Red Wizard 2 as her favoured enemy, and then, she casts Hunter's Mark on him with her main action. And then passes her turn. It is now Zinhorn's turn.
1: So, Bobbit's still in the air, isn't he? Yep,
2: Bobbit's still in the air.
1: Cool. So, I'm going to Pop my head around the corner again, and another bolt of uh, lightning coming down from my core lightning spell. Yep.
2: Red Wizard 2 is going to make a deck save. That is a 22 on Red Wizard's deck save, and the one golem that is in that vicinity gets a 10. And also Bag of Bones. Got a an eleven on it. Good
1: shit. <laughs> so, because it's the second round, is it just a normal or is it?
2: Yeah, it's the same thing again.
1: Yeah, it's because it's not a stormy condition. So yeah, it doesn't get me. I always get confused by that.
2: Yeah, it's just the exact same thing again because it hasn't gotten any stronger or anything. Yeah.
1: Uh so that is uh fifteen points this time around.
2: Fifteen points. And yep. Fifteen points and bag of bones is struck by lightning, but somehow remains on his feet, his bones looking charred black. Huh. It is Bobbit's turn. Hmm. He's
0: not fan of Red Wizard two. So Bobit is actually going to touch down actually that's all right, I'm about 30 feet down.
2: Ah, uh, if I don't land, am I going to muck up your bugging call, C1? You'll, no? you'll be in range of getting hit by it if you land, but otherwise, no. So that was kind of mucked up,
1: yeah? Well, not necessarily, but it's there as an in, in case. It's a luminous omen from above. Ah, oh,
0: lovely, wonderful. Okay. In that case, Bob is going to land directly in front of Red Wizard 2 and basically just try to go and grab at her face to cast cure um, wounds. wounds.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck, cure wounds, you don't need healing, like bitch. You don't need healing wounds. Yep. It's just, just bothered with just an absolute look of wreck and just constant rage on her face at the moment. Yep. So that is going to be, I need to make a melee spell attack. And, oh wow, she really is pissed. That's another nat 20. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. So, Bobbit is absolutely... And spells do crit, so it is double. Um, yeah, since it's is third level, that's... Oh, wow, that's gonna be 10d10 in the correct game. It'll take it's 5d10 <laughs> and then double, but... Sweet, yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm gonna roll up the 5d10 and then see just how freaking bad this goes. Yeah, Bobbit just grabs this wizard. I guess this is the male wizard. Yeah, just the male wizard. By the face, and then there's just a shriek of of absolute fury as she inflicts 70 points of necrotic damage directly
2: on his head. You instantly drain the life from his body, rendering him into a lifeless husk, and he dies with a whimper. <laughs>
0: yep, that's um. I don't think I can top anything else there, so that's pretty much her turn. Da-da. Yep.
2: <laughs> it is now uh, it is now the enemy's turn. Oh well, it's Backbone's turn first. Backbone's yep. going to attack the Flesh Golem, and he hits. Deal it. He actually nat twenties, and he deals <laughs> sixteen he points of piercing brain. damage. It is Flesh Golem 2's turn. He is no longer prone, so he's going to slam Bag of Bones with his first attack. That is a 26 to hit. He deals 11 points of damage to Bag of Bones, and turns him into dust, crushing him into the cobblestone. He then shuffles over to where Bobbit is, and with disadvantage, attempts to use his second multi-attack, Slam. So that is a 25 and a 23, so unfortunately that is a hit. Bobbit, you take 7 points of bludgeoning damage from Flesh Golem 2. Flesh Golem 1 makes a multi-attack against Sir Lucian, and Sir Lucian deftly blocks both of them. Would you like to throw a parry in, Sir Lucian?
1: Um, for
2: yeah, sure. Okay, so roll to hit Flesh Golem one. Uh, I want to all
1: right. On a parry. Is that
2: guys? Yep. Uh, all right. That.
1: That's
2: uh, a D twenty, isn't it? Yep, D twenty to seven. hit, plus eleven. That's a hit. Okay, roll your damage as per normal, and then add 1d8 of damage to it, as you spend your superiority dice.
1: Alright, that is 11 points of damage.
2: Okay, nice. Free 11 points of damage. Not bad at all. Okay. It is now Vork's turn.
3: Um... So how tall is this wall that I'm currently taller standing? Taller than
2: you, it's about 10 feet tall.
3: 10 feet? You're completely okay, out of wall. view. Yeah, I have a high jump. Standing leap ability. Long jump is 25 feet, high jump is 15 feet. we or without about a running start. Can I jump over this wall to land on the other side? You sure and can. if I do, would that use movement? Uh... Like how, how much movement, sorry, would it use?
2: Ah, no movement. I'd say it just allows you to jump over the wall.
3: Okay.
2: So you leap over the wall mm. using your strong frog legs, and now you yep. have your full
3: movement. Yep. I would like to move to here. Yep. More friends. More friends we need, methinks. And I cast animate dead on. Red, ah, red
2: wizard, wizard 2. As a zombie, very well. Yes. I'll put the zombie on the map. And the zombie appears on the map. Appears, the, the zombie red wizard climbs to its feet and it looks at you and it looks at the red... Looks at the flesh golem and it just goes... Uh, and then at the yep, end of your so I'm turn... I'm going to
3: mentally yep. command it to attack the flesh golem, but then yep. I'm also going to move back... To the wall and jump back
2: over. Yep, you run back to the wall and leap over to the other side. The end of your turn, the zombie moves over to the flesh golem too, and it goes, and slashes with its with its bony, emaciated hands. Be right back just a second. And that is a slam attack. That is an a ten, which is enough to hit the flesh golem. That is six points of bludgeoning damage to the flesh golem. It is Ava's turn. She uses a bonus action to reassign her Hunter's Mark to Flesh Golem Two, and then she rushes up to Flesh Golem Two. And now that it's flanked by her and the zombie, she makes two attacks against it. So the first one is a uh, first one is an 11, which is a hit. So that's one D8 plus four. So that's 11 points from her short sword, plus an additional 1 point of Psychic Damage, and an additional 3 points of Hunter's Mark Damage. She then makes her next attack, and that is a nat 20. She deals 11 points of damage to Flesh Golem 2, and lops off his head.
1: Lops with his head!
2: Hehe. <laughs> it is now Sir Lucian's turn.
1: Alright, I am into a off it. Yep, go ahead, office. see if you can had it a- hit
2: it again. So to be fair, uh, they are actually,
0: despite their low AC, they are quite bulky, is the
2: Yeah, they have a way. lot of HP, usually.
0: <laughs> it's the only reason why the one you are fighting is even still standing. Yeah,
2: otherwise way. it would have gone down.
1: <laughs> All right, so that is
2: 15. That is a hit. Roll for damage.
1: All right, measures four. That is
2: hmm. 10. Lovely. And go in for your next attack. All
1: right, that is natural 22.
2: Ooh, lovely. Roll your damage. Right. That is Wait, another natural... ten points of damage.
0: Did you say natural twenty-two or just yeah, natural, natural 22. twenty-two? Natural twenty-two. No, yeah, no, oh, okay. actually beat the All
2: dimensions right. of the dice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So how much damage is that on the flesh, Golem? That is uh, twenty points of damage. You keep pounding away at him, and He's looking quite beaten up, but somehow. He's still going, shuffling towards you, trying his best to get you with his broken fleshy limbs. It is Zinhorn's turn. Uh,
1: Zinhorne is going to see that there's nothing in the range of his thing, so he's gonna just dispel the the storm. Yep. And Uh, going with a Frostbite, I think.
2: Frostbite, lovely. So just come out of the tree so you could see the flesh golem, and then you cast Frostbite. Roll to hit him.
1: No, it's a uh, con oh, save. Right, con
2: save. save. He gets a 24.
1: He saves.
2: But he still takes half the damage, I believe.
1: Uh. Fail, it takes the damage and has disadvantage on the next
2: attack. Should still take half damage though, because usually yeah. any damage dealing spell, a save will still get half damage. Yeah, so that
1: is five points of damage.
2: Five points of damage, very well. There's now a bit of ice glistening on his putrid skin, it is Bobbit's turn. <coughs> <coughs> Alright. Yeah,
0: I'm alright. Okay, uh, Bubba can definitely get over to Flesh Golem One, so she's going to basically go straight up to Flesh Golem One. Actually, no, wait, no, she doesn't need to do that. She's just going to stand where she is and fire Eldritch Blast at it instead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, that's an eleven to hit, and then there's an eighteen to get. So it's a hit is Flesh Golem.
2: Yep, that is definitely a hit. Roll for damage.
0: Eleven. Plus 13, so it's going to be 24 points of force damage as these two blasts just slam into the back
2: of him. Yep. Boom! As you hit him, you pulverize his head. And his lifeless body tumbles down onto the cobblestones. Red Wizard 1 is still banished. Bork, will you release her now?
0: Uh, oh, Wait, uh-huh. where? <laughs> Red Wizard 1 is going to be, I actually
3: suppose I can't do anything for the rest of my team now. But... You could, uh, yeah. seeing, Well, combat's technically ended for like another 30 seconds, so I yep. jump over the wall. Yep. And go, get ready, the bad one comes.
2: And then, just as Rock predicted, the air begins to vibrate with static electricity, and Red Wizard 1 emerges, taking her turn. She casts... Ah, let us see. She casts Greater Invisibility on herself. And then once she is invisible, she runs away. You hear her footsteps pounding on the cobblestones as she flees out into the Forbidden City. Combat is over.
3: Uh, what, a, what, um, combat rating is a zombie? Uh, quarter. Quarter? I use my, um, turn undead to destroy it. Very well.
2: The wow. zombie wow. looks at you and he tilts his head and goes, uh, And then crumbles to <laughs> dust as you point your staff at him.
3: Father, why? <laughs> uh! A temporary friend you were. <laughs>
2: So the combat is over, and you don't know where Red Wizard 2 ran off to as she was invisible when she escaped, but the corpse of Red Wizard 1 remains, and upon searching him you find nothing but the usual selection of spell components, however his spellbook is clasped in his dead hand. And wedged in the bindings of the spell book is a piece of parchment. You unfurl the parchment and it reads Ras waits in the fane of the Night Serpent. Main entrance in Royal Palace, but secret entrance somewhere in vicinity, with a question mark. It appears these red wizards were searching for the secret entrance into Rastasee's palace while their compatriots gathered what remains of the puzzle cubes. What would you like to do with the flesh golems and the spellbook?
0: Well, spell yep. As
2: well. So this spellbook contains the same spells as the previous spellbook? and you may do the same actions with it.
0: That was basically figuring out how to spell scroll for one.
2: Person. Yeah, I'm going did I I'm going to post a picture of what Yeah, you posted one, yeah, one last
3: yeah, session. Yeah.
2: So yeah. we got that picture. So yeah, the red wizards appear to have prepared the same spells for this expedition as they felt this is what would be most useful. So flipping through the spell book, you find that it's mostly identical to the previous one. So you may make a scroll out of any of those spells that are contained in the spellbook whenever you have a long rest. Yeah, I probably
0: should have done that with the last,
2: the last. It's last okay. Time. Next long rest, you could do it. When I
0: mean, does
3: she uh, want to do anything at the next long rest? Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well. uh, I need to go fairly soon, unfortunately. Yeah, I
2: was gonna end it. I'm gonna end it with. Uh, okay. Next. Cool. Yeah. And finally, as the afternoon heat beats down upon you, you finally make it to Oberlucker's shrine. And as you approach the shrine, you see something you weren't expecting. A pair of needle-like columns mark the entrance to a walled ruin. In the courtyard beyond, banyan roots envelop the squat buildings. The stone doors that seal the entrance have been blasted off their hinges, and lying scattered across the courtyard are three red wizards, two of them obviously dead, four armoured and uniformed guards, and the remains of at least three flesh golems.
3: Interesting. Prove interesting, this one.
2: (laughs) As you step closer to the red wizards, the one who is still alive notices you, and he struggles to raise his head. And he smiles and weakly laughs. laughs. We got the cubes. Before you <laughs> mm,
0: Bobit is basically just gonna walk directly face to face, like crash down face to face and going
2: You're not going to tell us anything, are you?
1: Then he, he, walks just, behind.
2: he just smiles and he says One from Nang Nangs One from Papazoros One from Ijin's and one from the King of Feathers. The fifth one we needed here at Opelaka's shrine. As we approached in the first hours of this morning, Yuan-Ti and Undead ambushed us from within the shrine. He smiles weakly. Now the cubes are in the hands. Of Russ in the
1: sea. Final savagery. No,
2: no, 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 no. Was gonna, I was gonna
0: say before Zinhorn even has an attempt, Bobbitt just staring daggers at this guy, slowly reaches up to her face and pulls off the mask of disguise she was using to keep her face covered. So basically, anyone with any I can see. Everyone, what so looks Zinhorn
2: like now. and Sir Lucian, you just see Bobbit's face, half of it normal, but the other half putrid. And rotten, the skin peeling away off rotten flesh, and the crimson triangle of Ras Nasi burned, burning brightly on Bobbit's forehead. Mm. The dying red wizard looks at you, his eyes growing white with fear, and he says, You, you are the one Ras Nasi left a message. <coughs> And he coughs up blood. And he says, he requests an audience with Alessandra And then he takes his final breath, releases a death rattle, and stops moving.
0: Oh, just standing there with a. Dead wizard in our hands, just with nothing else to say, is just there. It just drops, looks at the rest of the group going, We need to move.
2: <laughs> and so with that we end this week's session. Do not a- do not adjust your HP or spell slots, as we will pick um, up next week's session directly where this one ended, and that's when you will decide whether you wish to take a short rest before entering the palace, find a safe place to have a long rest, search the other two tabaxi spots, or whether you wish to penetrate into Ras Nasi's domain as you are. And thus ends this week's episode as the race for the nine magic puzzle cubes is brought to an abrupt end as Ras Nasi and his yuan appear to have made their decision, have found the Red Wizards wanting, and Alessandra and her companions are the ones that Rust-Nasi wishes to meet with. And so?
3: Yes, well, only one of our party died, and a lot of their party died, so yes, fuck it. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> you acquired four of the cubes, and the remaining five taken by the Red Wizards, now lie in the hands of Rust the Sea, inside the Royal Palace, deep in the fane of the Night Serpent. Will you be entering through the main entrance and braving the horrors within? Or is there some truth to what the Red Wizards were looking for? Is there a secret entrance somewhere in Oumu? And what of the other places marked by... The tabaxi bag of nails what became of the king of feathers does anything remain at the amphitheater stay tuned next week to find out rourke you gain an inspiration point because bold Ooh. died <laughs> oh, no, Yay. A- and actually <laughs> yeah. everyone else you may have a short everyone you may have a short rest as we end the session oh my god <laughs> I needed that. So yes, go uh, ahead. Spend your hit dice. i um, Sir Lucian. I assume you'll be spending your um second wind before you touch any hit dicing. Is so how you'll be getting it back.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Okay. Inhorn so, has
1: some plans for the short rest, which we'll get into next time.
2: So, yeah. Sir Lucian, before you even touch your hit dice, you recover fourteen HP thanks to your second wind. Thank you. So, uh, before we end the session, I'd just like to know how many hit dice everyone spent, and what HP they're up to. Uh,
1: Uh, uh, didn't get touched. Yep, Uh, so he didn't spend any. So Uh, I'm just checking if I got
3: something. Uh...
0: he's checking, Bobbitt's spent three and is back to full.
3: Yep. Uh, well, I'm going to use one of my divine channel divinities to cast preserve life yep on everybody uh, before they heal hopefully uh, so as an action you present your holy symbol and evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level so how many people are there in our party ah
2: uh, uh, healing uh, oh um so, Bobbit, you, and Sir Lucian. And Ava.
3: before four. Four. Uh, so, five times 40. Everyone gains 10 hit points before they hit. spend heal. your hit dice, okay. Oh. Oh, Just... in that case,
0: uh, well, yeah. I will. Yeah. Add one,
2: one hit dice.
0: dice then. Yep. I only, I only use one hit dice then. So, Sir Lucian, oh, uh...
2: before you spend any hit dice, you are up 24. Will you spend any hit dice to get yourself to full HP? Um.
1: You know what? I probably won't expend any dust.
2: You sure? What what HP are you at I, now? I'm on uh, 19. 19. Out
1: of, wow. of 74. Out of 74. That's pretty good.
0: Right? Like 19 what? Out of 74. No, that's. Wait, 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 pizzas. sorry. I've been
2: doing it the opposite way. Uh, I've uh, been my own numbers up to seventy-four. Oh, you're right. nineteen. Right. You're oh, down oh, nineteen Okay, seventy. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that makes so much more yeah. sense now. Oh, go ahead oh, and, go ahead, God and God spend, go ahead and spend. Oh, go ahead and spend one dice oh,
3: yeah. just in case. That makes mistake. so Don't much more us. sense. Us. Every other time he said like, I'm at like six yeah. HP. I'm like, what?
2: You're very so, calm for 6 HP! There you go, you gained <laughs> another 14 from spending one hit dice, so...
1: Um... <laughs> uh, okay,
4: so
2: yeah, two I... Two points. Two points. Uh, plus your cons, so six points altogether. So now you're oh. 11 down, which is much better. Would you like to spend a second hit dice? Because you will get them all back next time um, you long rest.
1: Oh, really? I, I thought that's... No 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 you oh, get I was in the them. Okay, yeah, yeah. we don't get
2: them back. No no no, no, you, get no you get them back every time you'll we... rest. Yeah. yeah, they're they're yeah, meant to my them. Yes, you may as well expend as many as you need to get back up to full health. <laughs>
1: okay. Alright, we'll do one more
3: then. Okay, six plus yeah, four, yeah, ten. 10 so you're one
2: HP down, and that is fine, because it has been twelve hours since you woke up. The death curse ticks yeah. away. And your max HP goes down by one, so you are now at full HP. I've only got one HP! (laughs) So your max... Um... (laughs) your max HP should be down by five altogether now.
3: I used two hit dice, so I've got six left, and I'm at 49 out of 51. Lovely.
2: Okay, so with that, with Sir Lucian's max HP down five from the days in the days you've spent in the city so far we will end the session next week you enter into the fane of the night serpent rasnasi's domain and face the horrors within and then and then after that the tomb of the nine gods itself thank you everyone for joining us today i'd like to thank endra kane for the raiding party of six oh thank you nice. I would like to to thank Hoss312 for the follow, and hope you enjoyed today's session. We play this campaign every week, every now and then on a Tuesday. We play Remy's campaign, which is our side campaign. And every other Friday, including tomorrow, we play Call of Cthulhu, 7th edition. So if you come back this time tomorrow, you'll be able to see episode 2, of our Call of Cthulhu Terror Obserfogua campaign. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And until next time, when you see a ghost, don't look at it. Goodbye, everyone.
1: <laughs> Bye, everyone.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.